BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. On today's UFC Unfiltered, my Jimmy is gone. My Jimmy is gone. But I have another Jimmy. A more dangerous Jimmy. Jimmy Rivera is here. Say hi, Jimmy! What's up, guys? And we also have Johnny Concrete. Actually, that's his Instagram name. Jamie English is here. Hello, people. Chris, the producer, is here. And my brother-in-law, Ryan. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is... UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. <coughs> ah. I need, we need the cough. I don't hear myself. Hold on. Hello? Okay. All right. Hi everybody. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I'm a little I'm a little I'm a little out of my mind today. Oh, by the way, Jimmy's not here. We, uh, Jimmy Norton's away. I don't know where he is. But my good friend, Jamie English, is here. Yes! Thank you. Thank Jamie you very much. English. No, really. It's fine. The only person on UFC Unfiltered who is louder than myself, Jamie English. Is that's that right? A, that's a blatant lie, but I'll, let, I'll take you. We're such opposites. When we, we're, you're so quiet. I'm so loud. I'm so loud. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed of myself. But you know, you know what I'm really excited about? What are you excited about? We got one of the fucking top... Fighters in the UFC in here, and I'm not talking about my brother-in-law Ryan. By the way, we got my brother-in-law Ryan here. Hold on, he's got the long applause. Ah, nobody knows. <laughs> it, no, no, it's not a bad applause. It's just not as exciting as the applause I'm going to give to Jimmy Rivera. That's who is in studio. Yeah, that's enough. The Jimmy. What's up, guys? Jimmy, do you think I'm a? Listen, you know me by now, so you know I'm not an asshole. I hope you know I'm not. No, we get along not. well. I, every time great. I see you, very warm. We we we're happy to see each other. Uh, you think I'm an asshole today? You know, when we started off before, when I was trying to be quiet. Am when... I allowed to curse on the show? Yes. Fuck no. Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Because what was I trying? You know what I try to do, and I say it all the time. And Chris, the producer, is um, a great producer, but in some ways, he's very unprofessional. So he, <laughs> so what he does is every time a really like a big thing happened, like what happened over the weekend with uh, uh, UFC 229 between uh, Khabib versus Connor. I and don't know what you're talking. I about. I can't wait to talk yeah. about it. I can't wait. <laughs> but like something like that happens, and I want to save it for air. And I'll, I'll walk in. The first thing Chris Producer will go is like, "Holy shit, man! What about Khabib jumping over the fence?" <laughs> and I'll be like, "Dude, don't you want to?" Save it. You got to save that first moment. No, before and talk about it on air. You got. It's hard to save it though. I came it in. Is. You guys. You guys were. You guys were deep in it talking. 
Yeah, and Chris, well, the producer, Jimmy was like, "Got here a little early. Deep in the uh, you know, What are we gonna do? That's, what we were That's about. why. Listen, I'm not the fun police. We talked about. I mean, I'm the opposite we, of the we fun police. We were talking about other stuff, and then it was a moment of silence, and we looked at each other like. So how about those fights? And then we started. <laughs> that's what happened. And then it yeah, went off. That's that's your common ground to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the opposite of the fun police. I'm the I'm the fun police. If there's a way, I'm I'm like the, the police that enforces fun. That's true. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, guys. I don't know where the fuck I was. I was going totally somewhere. Sure that. That was you know what's good about having my brother-in-law here, Ryan, is that he's not a fighter, but he's married to my sister, so he's a fucking warrior. <laughs> No, she's great. She's tough. Though. She's tough. No, she's tough. She, she's a fucking, you know, my sister. But um, no, it's good about having me. We can do all these sound effects. And he doesn't know if I'm applauding him right now. Like, listen, my brother-in-law here, Ryan, and fucking man, I'm applauding you. You can't hear it. Does he hear anything? Oh, wow. No, he doesn't. Okay, I was, I was right applauding now. you. I was, no, listen, thanks for taking me in. You know what I did? And I was, I, we talked about this a little bit off air. And I know the real news we're getting right into is obviously what happened over the weekend. But... But Khabib and Connor, I can't wait to talk about it. But really quick, so just to let you know where my head's at, the last two days I was fucking in Pumpkin Land. Where was I? Where Ryan? Where were we? Tell me. Island Mills. Island Mills. You gotta just you gotta help me out. What, Mills. what was the name of the place? The pumpkin thing. Oh, the Blaze. The Blaze. Had more than one meeting for me, but I had a great time, and my kids had a great time. And I'll tell you, you're walking around, there's, there's pumpkins. Let's get into what happened this week. Jimmy, I know what I like. Did you carve it, the pumpkins it, the last night? I, I didn't carve it. A carve? Yeah, you got to carve no, out uh, the pumpkins. Did you ever see my handwriting? You imagine what I would do to a pumpkin? <laughs> it would be like somebody, it's like fucking Edward Scissorhands went to his face. I can't carve a pumpkin. Jimmy, uh, I like that there's a Jimmy here. I even know oh, I don't have. perfect, yeah. And Jimmy's, Jimmy Norton is going to call in. Yeah, we're going to call him in like 10 minutes, yeah. But I do like there's a Jimmy here, so now I can just keep talking to Jimmy and Jamie. Ryan, you're out of the conversation. Wasn't well, I'll, I'll reference you because I'm happy you're here, and I'm happy I didn't have to take the train in. Thank you. He drove me in, everybody. Okay. All right, Jimmy, Jamie, let's talk about this weekend. Let's start with the main event. Crazy. Crazy. Well, let's talk about the. What do you? What do you want? Let's talk about the fight first. No. And okay. Then, yeah, yeah. And then we'll talk about all the hijinks. We can save that for when we're going to talk to uh, Jimmy in a couple minutes. Jimmy Norton. The fight. It kind of. What did we talk about, Chris, the producer? We kind of. That's that's what uh, we said prior. I said prior. I believe that. Yeah, would... I mean, we had kind of talked about it. That Connor's opportunity was probably going to be in the first two rounds. Yeah, if that, that, was that, the thing. that was the likely. It was outcome. exciting yeah. because it did feel at one point. Oh no, Khabib's going to stand with him, and then he went right back to shooting when he no. Was... Khabib Khabib fought smart. He smart, fought the way he was supposed to fight. But you know, you guys were talking about that. You thought it was going to stay standing. You know, going in the corner and hearing Connor's coach, it was more like they were waiting to the third or fourth round to throw more. They were like trying to let him get tired a little bit, thinking that he would get tired. But you know, there were some moments that he looked tired. But he fought smart. He didn't keep it standing. He went to take it to the ground right away. And you know, he could be fought very smart in that fight. He, I, I was impressed though, to be honest with you, because listen, Khabib handled business man i thought he was phenomenal and i think he's got a he's got he might not be the cleanest standing up but he's got power man i he he commits that right hand man he blasted connor with was fucking brutal and then he stood up and he was throwing some shit where if it landed i think he's gonna hurt you he's got an awkward style but he does commit and then when you go to commit back he's that timing of of going right back for that double and put him up against that cage you know and then yeah. putting him down controlling him but I was impressed uh, with, especially in the first round, with with Connor's 
Defense. Defense. Yes. yes. What is defense? He was. He did not take a lot of punishment that first round. No, he didn't. You know. So it. I'm like, wow. I was very impressed with that. I'm like, and and and. But then, it, it, talk about momentum, man. The second round, his second round when he had him on the floor, I believe, and he started just unloading. No. Yeah. He. Yes. It seems like that could have been a finish in the second round. Like it was coming, but it was coming, and I thought actually Dean might have was going to jump in a little too early, you know? And I, know. I was like, no, keep it going. I want to see more of the fight, more of the fight. I mean, you know, Khabib landed a good amount. Connor blocked it a good amount. It was 50-50 there. But that was a good second round for Khabib. The Jamie English. Yeah. You, want, you can chime in anytime you like. I'll just I stay. see. I, I'm like, oh, I'll Jamie's stay, here. Stay, yeah. Jamie. I, I thought you were supposed to be the loud one, man. I'm, I'm, What's right. going on? I'm, I'm almost be having an off day. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, what did you think of what did you think of the whole fight in general? I, I this gonna I don't wanna sound boring, but Talk none of me. there was nothing occurred, including what happened at the end, honestly, to be honest with you. Nothing occurred to me that surprised me in the slightest. Like I didn't think that's a I don't think you, the word surprise is a good way, way to describe what happened. For me. The fight? The way yeah, the fight yeah. Went? All of it, the whole yeah. thing. And and like not trying to sound like I knew what was going on. I didn't know yeah. what was going on like anybody else. I favoured Khabib because I just think it's obvious that that, it, that was really the, the way to go. I mean, statistically and then just looking at the matchup. Yeah. yeah. I, and then but I also was fearful for Khabib's chin because I don't know how, people say about Connor, right? And then you're like, oh, Jose Aldo out. And I've never seen Jose ever hit, even in a fight. Yeah. And he gets one and it's over. So I'm like, all right, well, you've got to give Connor that. And I'm like, he's also been, every fight he's been in, Khabib's been hit. So you're like, well, let's see what happens. For me, it was always a simple question of, can Khabib take it, take him down? or And can he take the punches? And if he can, it, it's going to be a predictable outcome for me where there's just no way you're getting back up. And you're just going to get mauled. And I think that's obviously somewhat what happened. But like Jimmy said, I think it was a, an execution of fairly extraordinary, like, because nobody's done that to Connor in that way. Like, they, they didn't, he didn't take much damage on the feet. No. And everybody gets something from Connor. And I didn't really think he did. And if anything, you could probably argue that he hit Connor more than Connor hit him on the feet when he rocked him with that overhand right. That's true. Which was a big surprise. It was That's like true. that Gonzaga fight when he knocked out Crocop with a head kick. You're like, who's supposed to be the expert here? I yeah. was very, very taken aback. And, and the biggest thing I, I took from it was I felt that Connor just honestly looked uh, off a step and he didn't look to be the killer that he could have been. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense to me because he's been two years out. Do you think he trained for the fight? Like he, he looked pretty tired going even get like to the third round. Do you think he really trained Connor like for the fight hard? Yeah, I do. You know, can I say something else? And this is not not that I have any inside information, but um, there's been there's some stirrings around. You know. Oh, Jamie English is going to stir up some uh, gossip. Yeah. Stir it up, stir it up. So, so, you, like, so like, if you're if you're out the game for that long, yeah. yeah, and then like, what do you think he's doing? You think he's at home training all the time, like George Saint Pierre type of person, or do you think he's out partying? Second one. So you know what I mean, <laughs> and like, and then so you look at like say famous fighters from the past. You got people like Roberto Duran and like even John Jones in the MMA world. That some of those people can take extremes in their in their health and take you know party into that level, and it genuinely doesn't seem to affect them, their performance yeah, at all. I, uh, and other people could do that stuff, and it's like, ooh, it can have an effect. So well, I, I guess I'd only know if, the, if there was more fights from Conor going forward, but if you take that lifestyle and then you go up against the best in the world after a two-year layoff, and you haven't had a fight before that, it's like, I don't know, you know, he, for me, he looked off the pace and not himself, so... 
I'm not making excuses. Khabib's performance was phenomenal, but I'm not sure that was the best Conor I've seen. I, I was, I was impressed with Conor to be honest with you. Oh, really? To be, yeah. I, I, and I, I think he did the right thing in training, or else he would have that wouldn't have got out of the first round. That first round, one decent, <coughs> excuse me, decent exchange in the grappling on, on right off the bat. He's showing great balance. Yeah. He was. It's not like he just got. It's not like a strong wind just blew him over. He was fighting <laughs> off that takedown, adding in little rapid, like little hammer fists and elbows when he can. It, it, the whole fight, even though it was it was basically one sided, it had that sense that Connor could land something at any point. It wasn't like, oh, dude, look at him, he's dead. It's like, oh, look, he's hit. Me. Oh man, he got out of mount. I was like, he got. A, I, I saw him get I, when he had the Kimura. I'm like, oh, I was in my kids with it. I'm like, yo, I go. It's it, this might be bad. No, no, I was worried. Yeah. I'm like, yo, if he don't tap quick enough, because he sat through and he had a Kimura grip. And yeah, I, I this was that, in the yeah. second round after he got gun, done load, unloading on him. So, I, it, listen, you ne- you can never tell unless you're in it. It looked like it was a solid grip, and then then I watched it again. And maybe it was a little um, towards his elbow. Maybe it wasn't as high towards his wrist as I thought because Connor somehow got out of that. But, dude, that alone, Michael Johnson's shoulder would have gotten ripped out of its socket. So, I mean, when he had his – I mean, there was a lot of – it was a lot of edge-of-your-seat moments for a pretty one-sided fight, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was – he oh, was yeah. – Connor was in that fight, I think, a lot more than people think he was. And, and up yeah. until – I mean, until he literally got strangled out because – Khabib, if he could have just held him down and toyed with him, I think he would have. Yeah. But Connor was moving. He was doing a lot of the right things. And I and I was I was very impressed because I thought he would have just got steamrolled. And then he got mounted that second and he somehow got out. I mean, I I mean it was he was doing more right things than I, I would have thought. Yeah, and he didn't just power out. Sorry, Jimmy. He no, didn't no. just power out of that when he was mounted, like which I was looking for. He used technique to get out of it because yeah. Khabib will just take your back and yeah. that'll be the end of it. But, but well, he, go ahead. see, I know where Matt's coming from. Matt was surprised, and I was too, and I think a lot of people were how his ground game was was good. Yeah. It was really good. But where I was uh, not surprised was like his stand up. Like I thought Connor would box more with Khabib, and he wasn't really putting stuff together that he could. Right. And that's where I was like a little like. Connor could be better on his feet, but he was very good on the ground, like Matt said. But we've seen, the, but we're talking about when when he was on his feet. It was after already of a whole round of, of him doing the right thing. But yeah. hey, man, now you're fighting off the takedown. Now you're doing the right thing on the floor. You're keeping your arms inside. You're you're not letting him uh, get you in positions where he could just control the one arm against the fence and just work you over like he does the people. And there was a lot of positions where I'm like, oh, it's oh no, Connor's doing the right thing. He's defending. He's staying calm. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at Khabib. It might just come down to who starts feeling it first. And it and it started to show early in that second round that uh, Khabib was just getting stronger. Yeah. And that dude was – I mean, it was a matter of time. It was just a matter – because Connor was getting out of the worst positions – but then another bad position would be there, and another right. bad position because he was having the control. He wasn't flop jumping around for arm locks or legs. Well, I think um, that's haphazardly. Yeah, I think that's a position. credit to Khabib and his style. You know, like what you're saying, Matt, and the same with uh, Jimmy. There, it's like, it's. I think this is a measure of intelligence on the ground. Like you're not looking to submit people necessarily early on. You're just using their energy, and you know that that's going to take away from their best. Um, opportunity to hurt you which is striking explosive striking is yeah. takes a lot of energy mm. and so once you like you said i mean i know that when george fought um um what's his name um, from hawaii um 
BJ Penn. <laughs> BJ Penn. I know what you're saying. I know. Put him up against the kids. Yeah, he wrestled ahead. him right in the first round. That was the strategy. And like, it's not obviously a stretch to say that's a strategy. Like, get him down, tire him out. Don't have to finish him. Just put your weight on him, and it's going to affect you. And like, for me, like that was the smart thing. And I wasn't surprised about yeah. um, Connor's game on the ground because I, pr- I spoke with Professor Danny just a few days before, and we discussed it. And um, John John Danny had said to me, you know, is ground game is actually much more developed than people will realise and he goes it wouldn't surprise me if it went to the distance but he got dominated so um, I was thinking of that too I was like you know what Connor did a good job maybe a lot of his camp was defensive wrestling but maybe not as much on the striking and well, maybe that showed I don't know again I think if it was on the feet longer in that first round maybe we would have saw some some of what we saw with Eddie Alvarez and what he did with Poirier and, yeah. but I'll tell you he wasted no time in getting that clinch to the point to, to, to the shot. And when he when he did, when he took that shot, Khabib, it, you know, what got, what, what surprised me be, was that uh, not surprised me because I did say that I feel that, you know, everybody's on their uh, heels. They get they're trying to get away from Khabib. Where I I knew I felt that Connor would go and just conquer the center of that cage and stalk him, and he did. Yeah. Right away, he yeah. did, right in his face. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, man, Khabib's going backwards. And that's the worst, when you're trying not to <laughs> get it, and you're like, I got to get out. Then, as the fight went on, well, after that first round of getting all that blood th- pumping yeah. and, so, and uh, you know, making the, the likelihood of, of what happened to Eddie Alvarez, you know, a lot less likely because he's going to be that much slower. Then Khabib starts really throwing some shit as yeah. if he threw that right hand. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't fighting like that at all the first round. He was now he's just worried, man, I can't get taken down. I'm gonna stalk him. Connor was going after him that second round. Yeah. It's not like he was backing up. And when he did that, that's when he got blasted. So now that puts now it's like, oh shit, man. I know what's happening on the floor. Let me now he's now he just hurt me standing. Now that yeah it changes yeah. it up a little bit because when he did get hurt, he was like, Oh oh shit, and like I need to I need to watch out too for that right hand. And then he started he started slipping the right hand. Did you notice that? In that third round, he started looking out for that right hand so he didn't get hit again. Yeah. But that throws you off. You're like, Oh shit, I gotta wa- worry about the takedowns and, and that right hand now, a little bit of a striking. Yeah, I think it's a it is always a sense that like this is a I think like a more of a principle. Like if you're a really good grappler, you've always got to punch his chance. But if you're a good puncher, you don't have a grappler's chance. You've got to really know what you're doing on the ground. And That's so, a fucking you know, Jamie English. We don't just point. have you in here for your. You're gonna. Can you say that again? Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Sometimes I'm like, you know, Jamie, like he mellows it out a little bit. I like it because I'm so fucking nuts. And like his, his nice little accent. And then he says, "You drop some wisdom," and it almost gets by me. <laughs> say that again. I was, I was just don't saying, fuck. Yeah, don't yeah. fuck it up yeah. now. When you're a grappler, you've always got a puncher's chance. Okay. But if you're a puncher, you never have a grappler's chance. You've really got to know what you're doing. That's Jamie English. That's Jamie fucking English. Jimmy, look at this. Uh-huh. Jimmy's going to be teaching us tonight at Tiger Showman's on 23rd. He's going to be saying I'm that. taking notes already. taking credit for that. He's taking credit for that. I'm going to call Jimmy Norton, by the way. Yeah? By the way, did you guys think, I felt like Connor won the third round also. He, I mean, did, he landed. He well, did because what, yeah, right? Khabib outpunched himself. He was a little tired going to the right. third. Yeah. And then in that fourth round, he, he got his win back during the third yeah. and came back in that fourth round. Yeah. I think that made the fight more exciting, actually. Because you, you, you thought was... Connor could come back then, you know? Yeah. But no. <laughs> that was scary, though. And yeah. then uh, the way he had the, uh, the neck at the end, it's not even like a... Um... It wasn't even under the chin. No, no. no, it, no. It, that, that, that attacks the, the... That'll break the jaw. Yes. Yeah. That'll break the... People are like, oh, to break his neck. No, the, <laughs> the jaw, the jaw would have went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That, so that's, that's how strong Khabib is. Though. Oh, no, that's how strong it is. You don't even need to be on the internet. No, you seen when he had it? It was like, yo, that's that's not. He's not. We need to get some bears in our gym. Yeah. Up on the phone, we have the great Jimmy Norton. Jimmy. Isn't it weird to like call somebody and actually get them on the phone? Well, I, it, <laughs> on this show, it is. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, Who's in I, studio? I miss you. Well, we have uh, Jamie English. Hey, mate. How's it going? Hi, Jamie. And we have Jimmy Rivera, who came here looking to get you to train. And you don't want to train so bad that you just take off from work. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. You know, it, it's funny. I w- I'm so pissed that I'm missing uh, Jimmy because you, your, your school is not far from where I live, so I walk by it all the time. So I definitely want to come in because I can't lie to myself. Henzo's is on the other side of town, but you're so close to me, I can't not go to your place. Man, you just got to come in. Either one, you just got to come in and train. Fucking Creonch. <laughs> he doesn't know what Creonch means. You don't know I, what Creonch means, I, does I keep... it? Do you're on my no, team, you're me. switching to Tiger Showman's motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm, I love Jimmy. It's all good. I love both Jimmys. Go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry. By the way, Matt, you were right. I was wrong. I had Connor picked in the first, even though I kind of figured Khabib was going to beat him. So I was like, yeah, maybe Connor will catch him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what did you pick? No, I'm only kidding. Jimmy. What did your pick What's again? That? I we we just started talking about the fight, Jimmy, and we didn't talk. We did not talk anything about the melee, about the fucking debacle. We're going to talk to you about that. We were just talking about what how happened? the fight went down. <laughs> what happened? Well, oh, you must have tuned yeah, off I, the second uh, fucking Connor tapped. Yeah, I didn't see the end. What happened? Why what? did somebody have an argument? I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Norton, you t- tell us, please. Tell us what do you what is your thoughts about that? I'm treating him like a guest, by the way, guys. I'm not treating him like he's a regular. Um, I look. I happen to like. You know, I, I never like Connor. I, I kind of root against him, but I really that was Khabib really fucked up. Yeah. He really fucked up, yeah. and uh, they, now Dane is saying that his guy might not be allowed back in the country if it's some kind of an assault. There might be a visa issue. It was, a, it was a disaster, and he put the UFC in a bad spot. Well, if a riot breaks yeah. out because of something he does, all of a sudden there, there's a lawsuit. It was a terrible move by Khabib. True. It was. Now, not, I'm not going to bat for Khabib. Say that ten times fast. To bat for Khabib. To bat for Khabib. I'm sorry, guys. But, uh, you know, is it just me? Like, like, didn't Connor jump over the fence and jump in Jose Aldo's face? What if he jumped in Jose Aldo's face and Jose Aldo punched him in the fucking face? And then all of a sudden the Brazilians start attacking the Irish. And I, I mean, listen, my job's at stake, Jimmy. Let's change the subject. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> listen, my thing you is... You can't do it. Well, you, you can't, can't, can't do it, but he did it. I mean, first of all, I, I don't... I don't. I'm not saying what Khabib did was cool, but you, you know what is cool? The fucking picture of him like a fucking eagle jumping <laughs> yeah, he fought, look, he fucked up. Did you see that picture? Like, he, I, he I saw the picture himself. numerous times. Connor so. tapped. Connor tapped. Yes. And he fucking robbed himself of the opportunity to throw his hands up while Connor stands there with his fucking face looking down at the mat because he tapped. It was a terrible, terrible move. Wait, what are you saying? He did what now? He robbed himself of the chance yeah. to stand there with his arm raised, with his belt, because his belt meant something to him because he was screaming, where's oh my, my belt, God. get my belt. So it did mean something uh, to have his belt put on him. He just robbed himself of that opportunity. He got Connor to say uncle, and he, he fucked himself out of the chance because now nobody's talking about Connor saying uncle. They're all talking about the problem that happened after. It was, it was terrible. You know, he could have really ended it off. I'm sorry, Matt. No, no. He could have really ended it off on a high note, Khabib, and did so well, but... 
that what he did, I understand the stuff going on and we're in the business of trash talking and people are going to say the craziest things all the time and they're going to try to dig in, especially Conor McGregor. He's going to try to dig in every way possible, but he should have just stand over, made him tap, and then at the end of it, it was, it was not even like he would have won the war if he didn't jump over the cage. He would have won the war and made him look so good with the bell around him and this and, and the win, but the fact that he jumped over, he, he gave Conor that battle a little bit at the end. I feel like, yeah, Jimmy. I, I, you know yeah. what? He actually made me like Connor more because, like, even though Connor talks a lot of shit and he's a trash talker, they all want to fight him. Khabib was beating up Michael. Uh, who was it beating up Michael Johnson? Telling Dana like that's not very respectful when you're beating one guy in the corner and you're saying to Dana, "I want to fight your right. son." That's not exactly respecting your opponent either. So everybody wants a piece of Connor because of the amount of money he brings in. And then when he talks shit, people get mad that he's talking shit. Well, it's like, well, that's why he's got, you know, four of the top six uh, highest grossing pay-per-views. Because people love him, they watch him. People hate his guts and they watch him. So yeah. it's like you can't have it both ways. If you, if you hate Connor, fine, don't fight him. But don't ask for a fight with Connor and then get mad when he does what Connor does. Now, Jimmy, I agree with you to a, to point. a, to yeah. a, to a point, though. But listen. Hey, man, <clears throat> yeah, that could be disrespectful. Oh, he's talking to Dana while he's fighting him. Well, he's showing Dana he's on a different level. He's not talking about yeah. Michael Johnson's father or his religion or there's stuff like this that's bigger than just dollars and cents and selling a fight. What is next? Talking about somebody's wife, somebody's kids? There's got to be a line in the sand. I fucking disagree with anybody that says different because I'll tell you what, you cross that line you're getting dealt with with certain people. Look at that picture of him jumping over about the fucking his foot looking to go on uh, Dylan Dallas's whatever that guy's like name a is. Fucking neck. eagle, right? Well, there. I mean, that's somebody that's you hurt emotionally. Now you want to take it to that level. All right, you're selling a fight. Yes, people, you want to be hated. People are gonna hate about you if you talk about somebody's uh, family, somebody's father who he obviously look. He's looking. Yeah, you want to talk about mental warfare. He's looking about what this guy holds the dearest to him. And he's make, and make, making a mockery of it. And he's, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he said bad things about the father. I'm not getting into it, but awful things. I don't, Matt, I'm not even saying you're wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong about any of that, but you, it can't propel you no. to jump over the fucking Doesn't, octagon 100%. and hit somebody who's outside. He's got to act like, like a professional at right, the end. I, I agree with you guys. <laughs> yeah. But again, I'm not saying I'm not part psychopath. Yeah. If I'm fucking, there is lines that should not. You're talking about guys that are fighting. Listen, yes, I was always professional. I never did anything, uh, at, uh, you know, to get disqualified. Or I mean, guys, this has nothing to do with this. <laughs> this is just, just came to me now for a second. What about Connor fucking cheating all night? <laughs> did anybody ever bring him out this? The guy's yeah. fucking, first of all, he illegally need him. Yeah. How about Khabib not being a fucking bitch where... He gets yeah. kneed in the face illegally like Frank Shamrock did to Henzo Gracie when he was cross-eyed on him. And, yo, Khabib did not move at all. He's like, yeah. yo, fuck it. Go, yeah, good. <laughs> good, knee me again. I'm not losing, getting the fuck off of you. That guy wanted to get stood up so bad he was going to take the foul. Anyway, that just came to me. Like no, but he, grabbed the, he was grabbing the glove. He grabbed the fence a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So, But listen, no, listen, you're right. though, Jimmy, you're right, Jimmy. You're right. He should not have jumped over. I'm not, I should not, I'm not trying to make excuses for that. But... Right. All these young fighters out there, guys, yeah, you're going to be hate. I mean, like, look, Colby Covington's another one, dude. He talks about with John Jones. The stuff he talks about with these guys is deeper than just fighting. This one's doing that, or this one's with his wife, or this one. Dude, you're, that, that, that just shows a piece of shit. And I'm not saying Connor is. 
I'm saying like well, Kobe, yeah. Kobe Covington is a piece of shit. But uh, I just like to say that a lot. I gotta end it every time. Every time we'll just talk about nothing, Jimmy. I just bring up uh, either that I'm in the Hall of Fame and that Kobe Covington's a piece of shit. Anyway, go they ahead, Jimmy. Your, they are your go-to's. Yes, Thank you, Jimmy. Kobe's not a fan, but you're certainly you've made it very obvious you're not a fan of Kobe. <laughs> well, yeah. you gotta agree with with Jimmy over here because look, listen, it, the the games changed a lot compared to when Matt yeah. was fighting. It wasn't like that, but the trash talking so far now. But he, he did sign up for it. He wanted Connor. He did sign up what Connor was going to bring and trash talk and say all the stuff. You know, Connor sits down, does his research, and he's going to yeah. try to do any means possible to get in Khabib's head. And that's where I was very surprised with Khabib. He held his own. He was smart in all the rounds. He didn't let his emotions get the best of him until after the fight. Yeah. yeah. I th you know what this, like, for me is a. And I actually. Sorry, Jim. Sorry, guys. I, I actually thought that Connor did get in his head, so I might have been yeah. wrong. But it looked like during the press conference, when they were talking about the Vladimir Putin photo, uh, Khabib seemed like he was a little uh, rattled by that. And he was actually right. justifying it instead of telling Connor to shut the fuck up. Um, and he was actually trying to like, respond. So I'm like, maybe Connor is in his well, head. But you're right, he did hold it until after the fight. Jimmy. It certainly did not affect the way he fought. Having to do with that, Jimmy, I, I believe you're right with that because in the post fight press conference, yeah, Chris yeah. Producer knows where I'm going with this, yeah. he actually brought that up. He brought up that, well, he brought up how disrespectful what Connor, how he was and what he, the stuff he's did. And he goes, oh, and he brings up Putin. You know, Putin just called me to congratulate me about winning. And so, right. I mean, you could tell, obviously, it struck a chord that after all that went on, I got a belch coming. I'm trying to, it's ruining the moment. <laughs> it's ruining the fucking moment. After all that goes on, that went on, that he's bringing up about Putin just calling him. And so, you obviously, Connor did some damage there. I just don't like the stuff about his dad. I mean, do you... Yeah, that's now you're making it something that's not gonna. You're not gonna get this settled. I had differences with Matt Hughes. I had different. We didn't like each other at all. But I would never talk about his family. I would never. There's there's lines right, you don't do as a man because now you're now that's. Hey, how about this? Getting some bad karma, you know. All this shit gets you bad karma. Also, I'm not saying, and that doesn't mean you should get sucker punched. Hey, I love. Hey, listen, I love Khabib. I know he made a mistake there. But whoever jumped over the fence, shame on you. You don't, you don't fucking, terrible. what are you playing, a knockout game, honest, asshole? You don't do that. You don't come up behind somebody and look to fucking knock them out. Yeah. The fuck, man? Sorry. Even please. though Connor <laughs> lost that fight, he was much tougher than I gave him credit for. Like, ah. I thought he fought pretty well, and he made it a really good fight. And, and there's a couple times when he was in the corner, even though he was using his toes to fucking hold the cage, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, uh, he lasted, you know, almost into the fourth round, which I was surprised at, because Habib got him down in the first round. So the fact that he lasted almost four rounds, I was impressed with. I was saying that, Jimmy, earlier, because unlike us, somebody, I'm, I'm doing my head to the right, this point that Jamie English, somebody thinks that Connor didn't take the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Jamie English thought he didn't really take it seriously and he's out fucking partying. Sorry, Jamie English. I love Jamie no, English. I don't, I, to be off first. I don't agree. I, I think Connor looked uh I think Connor looked nervous. When even when he did that obnoxious walk in the beginning, he knew exactly who he was getting in the cage with. He had said it before. Two years ago he said, I think Khabib's gonna be the champion, he's the best fighter. Um he, Connor predicted that Khabib would be the best, and I think he knew that if he goes to the ground, he's in deep trouble. And in between rounds, he looked uncomfortable. Like when they said Ali fighting Foreman looked scared 
uh, in between rounds. That was to me how Connor looked between the first and second round. Yeah, the real the he realized once he had Khabib on top of him. I mean, he he didn't panic when Khabib was on top of him, but when you get a guy like that on top of you and he's able to hold your legs together the way he does and really keep you there, it's like that's a it's a realization that you don't get until you're actually in there with him. You know? Yeah, you're like, oh god, he is as good as everybody says he is. This yeah. is as awful as I thought it was going to be. But. Jimmy, he that first round he took very little damage, man. I was shocked by that, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy, I'm telling you, he did really good that first round in a sense that he was fighting off the takedown well, and then on the floor he took very little damage. The problem is, second round that gave him maybe I don't know. Yeah. He, he knew that he had to watch out for that. The, what's going on downstairs? Even though he was defending himself, and he looked to go do the stalking, and then he got fucking starched by that right. That right Dude, hand that thing was a rock. Nowhere, nowhere, and it hit I him hard. I think that changed the course. What'd you think about that, Jimmy? When that thing landed? Yeah. I think before I let you guys, I'll let you guys get back to it because I know in studio is fun. Uh, can we just before I go? Can I say this? I, I can't even begin to talk about how fucking amazing uh, Pettis and Ferguson was. Uh. The Black Beast with eleven <laughs> seconds left. <laughs> fucking. How wow. amazing was that? That was, dude. That was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. Cool. I, and I and I'll tell you. Drago was Drago. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing he was well, man. Rounds. Using his length, he was he was landing. Oh. He was winning. He was How much time winning. was left? Twelve yeah, seconds. Yeah, eleven seconds. Yeah. Dude, that punch that was beautiful, though, man. That was. By that. the way, Matt, you have to say this. I was right about this. Connor did throw kicks. I told you he was going to throw kicks early in the first round, and that front kick, that straight kick, he was using to, to keep him uh, yeah. back. He he threw a lot more kicks than than anybody thought he was going to throw. You're da- you, Jimmy, you were right on that. I give you that. I have to find. How'd the fight go? (laughs) How'd the fight go after your fight? Jimmy, I miss you. Jimmy, I'm going to let you go because I know you don't like talking on the phone with us because it's weird. But I love you. And listen, um, Jamie, I wish I was there with you. And and Jimmy, I can't wait to finally come in and see your place. I'm going to do it. I'm I'm uh, I'm out of town, but I'm back uh, by the end of the week. No problem. Three years, two months, four days later, I'll see you. Oh shit! (laughs) I don't think he believes you, Jimmy. Uh, Come in, man. Come in. I've been waiting. I'm I'm gone, but I really do. Matt, have I not talked about that off air? Even I said I got to go in and see. I got to go into this place. Definitely. You know, I think uh, you know what they say about the actions speaking louder than the other things. You're right. I, I, I get it. <laughs> Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, this is not, I don't want you to hang up upset. I want you to be happy. I miss you, Jimmy. You're, right. you're all right. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're That's like, it. just talking. Jim Norton should shut the fuck up. No. All correct. It's, I, listen, right. it's called guilting you into onto uh, the right uh, journey. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck? No, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not called that I at all. It. It's not called that. That was a good way of putting it, though. It's <laughs> an awful way of putting it. All right, Jimmy. All right. I'll see, you, I'll see you next week, and I'll, I'll probably call in on uh, Thursday, too. You're the best. Please do. I miss right, you. Guys, I'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. FaceTime later. Bye. No, I'm only kidding. Later, Jimmy. Bye. All right. Bye, boy. Bye, buddy. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit, They give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, 
Here's the beauty, you get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's pull-up podcast. Very special mini post-game seven episode of pull-up, an epic game seven in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially closeout buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. Yeah, I missed my little bird. <laughs> Jimmy's like, and Jamie, yes, I'm only fucking with you. I know you knew he trained. Oh, yeah. I don't, want, I don't want that to be misconstrued. It can't be, Jamie. Your, yeah. your whole reputation is turned yeah, to right. shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I but I, I, think, I think part of what you're saying is, I don't Correct, mean no, no. I don't mean that he didn't train for the right. fight. What, I mean that what, what did he do? What do you mean? I mean before the fight, right? So for the two years he's off, yeah. what did he do? I don't mean he didn't. I hundred percent believe he yeah. trained his heart out. Notice he didn't do much press for it, right? Because I know he was focused on the fight. I completely don't mean that. I mean, I what it. did he do before that to make himself better as a martial artist, right? right. I don't know, right? I'm I'm kind of curious to think. Well. Did you really train that much? Because everybody time. else yep. is training and those guys are getting better and better and better and you're not in the cage for right. two years and you're supposed to match that. Right. I don't think so. Don't That's worry, Jamie, don't worry. You, you're going to have my job once they listen <laughs> to this. Once they hear me making excuses for Khabib. No, I'm only kidding. I'm not making excuses, but oh, look at that picture. Yeah. Does that look like a guy that's worried about what's going to happen? All De- <laughs> no, definitely not. That looks like a guy saying, you're within my... My, I see you. I see you talking shit to me. I'm going to get you. I don't, it's not right. He should have been the bigger person and he knows that. I'm sure, he, I'm sure Khabib will tell you, listen, that's not, he even said, he goes, that's not the best side of me. He goes, people know me. I think he broke. I think he broke. Uh, he did not plan on doing that shit 
I'll tell you right now, it's not like he goes, I'm going to beat him up and I'm going to jump the cage. He got, he looked over fucking Blondie over there, uh, Dylan, what's his name? Dylan Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis. Who is a shit, I mean, he's a shit talker if you watch his fights and whatever. So it's like, he can get under your skin after so all you got of this. It's- all that, that guy talking the shit after all this stuff, this guy's dealing with. You heard him with the, with the stuff with his, with the family, the, the everything. Oh, it's just, it's, I listen, man, it's one of those things where, no, you don't condone him, but hey, man. Yeah, but I feel like, I you know, know, yeah, when you, when you it's put a- it in a frame of what happened. And if you take it out of that framework for a second and yeah. you say, right, let's not look at a fight. Let's just look at two men in a room and you say that to me and I'm supposed to be emotionally numb to that. No. That's not going to happen, right? No. Someone's going to get into a well, fight if you say that kind of stuff. So then you put it in the framework of a professional fight and then you can have an argument and say, look, you're supposed to keep your composure. I get it. So I don't condone it, but I understand it because it makes sense to everybody on a human emotional level that like if you say those things, words have weight. Yeah. And the, and they have meaning, and so when somebody gets upset, you can't just say, "Don't be upset." No, I'm upset. So I feel like it can extend itself, like you said, not necessarily because, you know, it was a planned thing. I don't know, but you know, you can understand it. I would never say that was the best thing for the UFC. I would never say that that's what we should do. But from a human level, you can understand someone's response to saying those things to you because it's like it's upsetting. If someone said that to me, I wouldn't be happy. And then you can say, well, there's a lot of money on the line, blah, 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 but you're making excuses. It's, and, uh, it's wise words from Jamie over there. Do you know why? You know why it is? <laughs> why? Because he, in all that, you know what I got out of that? In his, in his, in his, in his voice, he said, <laughs> mate, words have weight. Words? Yes! Oh, my God, this guy's words have weight! Are you writing this shit down? And you're like, tomorrow I'm going to drop in the middle of my sentences. I'm going to say, and words have weight, mate. <laughs> Ah, la, la, la. Just comes you out. Are, of them. It comes out of you. I don't know what's going on anymore. It comes out of you, and I'm trying <laughs> I'm to think scared. of a good analogy. I can't listen to me. I'm so happy you're here with your fucking wisdom. God, do I feel dumber? <sighs> Jamie, how do you feel now? Like I, I'm still in the fight game now, and he does that. It doesn't give us a good look. That's why I get upset about it. I'm like, I understand Khabib, and he should be upset with all the words he's saying, yeah. but that's where, like, Matt, I come in, I'm like, oh, he's got to still act like a professional and be the bigger person. I know it's yes. a freaking hard thing to do when you're saying stuff about dad and religion and stuff like that, but be the bigger person and just look down and be like, I whooped your ass, I tapped you out. You know what I mean? And just stand there with the belt and get on the mic and say, don't ever say that stuff. You know, well, it's, just, it's hard, but it makes yeah. us other fighters look yeah, like we're just savages, right? And it, it's not a good look for martial arts. And there's a, there's a, this is a discussion for me. I don't know the answer, but there's a good uh, point to be made. Uh, what is there any point, if there is a point, that people get involved, right? Like to say, like that's too far, because you've got to remember, if you condone it as a promoter or whatever, then you have to be ready for the consequences of allowing those things to go to a certain level. Because they're going to have, eventually, this isn't a surprise, right? Someone throws a trolley at a bus, breaks a window, and then this guy jumps out of the fence and jump, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm surprised. Hang on a minute. You know, there's got to be some sense where you're like, as a promoter, whoever can police that, and you can police it to an extent because you're in charge of their purses and things. You can be like, listen, this has gone too far. And then if, they, if those things start to happen, you can, this could break out into a riot. This could be a very bad thing. Right. So it's like, no, not, I'm not saying that's what you do, but it's a discussion, right? And it was the had. biggest night in the UFC's history. So right. listen, it's bad. It's fucking bad. But, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy, look at me, but, Jamie. I'm listening. Look at that picture for a second. Holy fuck, that's <laughs> badass. Holy shit. Holy fuck, that guy. Does that guy mean, is that, is that a Twitter warrior? 
That's a fuck. You don't talk about that guy's daddy. Look at him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fuck. the thing, though. If it ended there, like if it was <laughs> just that. Khabib doing that and the possibility of a riot Holy in the crowd fuck. and his teammates jumping in, if that wasn't stuff that could happen, we'd look at it and go, all right, he shouldn't have done that, but we get it. Yeah. Listen so to the me. fact that the crowd could freak out, the fact that his teammates jumped in the octagon, which is completely unacceptable, like that's where it starts to become something that's bigger than that. Well, know? what it comes down to. Listen, the, go the, ahead, yeah. Oh no, no, no Jimmy, no. Jimmy, I'm mm-hmm. just, well, I'm just looking at that. I'm just. You're looking at that. I, I see, every time I look over, I see Eagle. I swear to God, I yeah, see yeah, yeah. Eagle just get jumping out of the fucking cage and trying to kill Dylan Dennis right now. What but I, yeah, go ahead, Jimmy. You know, you're you're saying the right things. You oh, are. I'm sorry. I'm I keep cutting you off though. I feel bad. Say it. No, you sure? Say it. There will be. Khabib, Connor, two. There will be a second fight. I guarantee you that. Uh, it depends on who. Connor's got to go in there and whip somebody's ass, or else nobody's going to want to see shit. So that's very interesting. I believe. I believe he's probably going to fight the win. I mean, at least I don't know shit, but I'm just saying, like, that what would make. Well, I, for a fuck, man. Well, first, no, I'm sorry, I'm going through fighting by ADD. Nah. Connor, stick to Connor. The winner of maybe like uh, a Dustin Poirier versus Nate Diaz would yeah. be interesting. Well, that's Tony? because there's a story with both those guys. What about Tony? But I thought Tony should be going for with Khabib, no? Yeah, Tony. Yeah. I mean, Tony and we deserves, can talk about that fight. Tony, to me, deserves the next. All right, let's let's title. talk about yeah. that. We're getting back. We can talk about this all day long. Yeah, okay. get that. You got to get the picture yeah, off. <laughs> Holy fuck! Would that I have that on my fucking wall at home? <laughs> Listen, you you. You can't fuck with a guy like that, man. That's real. That's a real. That's a real dude. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about fight. I know it's a sport. I know it's a sport. I get it. It's the sport of fighting. This dude's been fighting since he's since birth, wrestling bears at fucking nine. I mean, this guy's. So you go to you go to a certain place with him. Just like you said, you you know what you're gonna get when somebody when you get in a fight with Connor because you know he's gonna talk shit. Well. Listen, just because you haven't seen the side of this guy because he's been respectful, you're talking about one of the baddest dudes on the planet, and you're going to go and tr- cross some lines? You, hey, you don't know what you're going to get. All right, guys. I said my piece. This is fun, though. All right, let's talk about the co-main event, Jimmy. I'm sorry. But I feel like, see, now just like the other Jimmy's here, but I know he's not made of brittle. I can, like, hit Jimmy a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes they got they're hurt, so I feel bad, but you're healthy. Yeah, I'm great. Good to see you, Come Jimmy. on, man. I'm great. Oh, uh, good. Um, and what was I going to say? That co-main event. So so excited. What did <laughs> yeah. you think of this? You started off because you're a striking expert, just like Jimmy is. I'm a grappler. Go ahead. I just thought it was a really entertaining fight. That's it? A really good match. Just kidding. Go ahead. Don't. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was a great matchup. Um, and obviously, Pettis, I felt like I had something to prove. And uh, and he showed it because he came out really going for it. And when he got into the exchanges, he wasn't shying away. Um, I felt a little disappointed, obviously, because he broke his hand and like whatever. Um, maybe even, and I don't mean this any dis- to any disrespect, but maybe showed him Ferguson a bit too much respect, especially at the end. He didn't look as disappointed as thought he might be, you know. But maybe he just enjoys it so much that like it, it just overwhelms him. Yeah, it seems like he really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, but like I was like I was a little disappointed for Pettis because like that was a good opportunity for him to get right back with a win, and I thought that was a very possible thing until he until he couldn't continue. So I was disappointed for him because. Thought he had a great performance, both of them. It was unbelievable. Tony Ferguson had a point to prove that he was back, yeah. nonstop walking in, punching. Pettis rocks him. He comes back and keeps walking in, doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. But big props, big respect to Duke Rufus stopping the fight and caring for his fighters and not letting them go in there and get hurt more. And 
so they could continue their career. You know, that was huge respect. Like, I couldn't believe yeah. that. Like, yeah, very, smart. very smart yeah. and good coach. Yeah. Yeah. He, he stepped in, and that was the right thing to do. He's a very, he's like a, like a father figure there to, to Anthony and, and his brother. Um, you need a, that, that, that showed that um, he really cares about his, his fighter, you know? And, and if you just leave it up to the fighter, you're making him say, look, man, I don't want you to quit, but you have to say you can't go on. And Anth and I believe Anthony had a hard time saying that. I don't think he was saying No, he, he didn't he, want to say yeah. it. He, yeah. didn't he didn't want kind to of say said, it. like, I don't know. He didn't say, yeah. no, I can't. But he's he like, knew I don't that. Know. But this is yeah. the thing. He knew his hand was fucked. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things. But holy man, Tony Ferguson, I can't say enough about him, man. I can't say enough about him. And you know what I like? He was great on our show. He was on the show the other day. The real. He, one time they faked it. He was the, they, they, they pranked that he called in. Did you know that? No, I didn't know they, that. Jimmy, we were supposed to get him on the uh, the show one time. This was all over. This went. This just probably got a lot of hits on the on wherever it was. But uh, we were supposed to get him on. This is right after he got into a thing with Verdum, and so you could tell he gets a little edgy, you know, a little little grumpy. It looks like during media. So so Jimmy went to go use the bathroom, and he called from the bathroom the show, and I answered the phone thinking it's Tony who's being rude to me. And I, I get to like this. I yeah. get and I'm starting to try to and I, I was being professional, talking about being professional, you were very professional, but it got like awkward and weird, and I'm and next thing you know, Jimmy comes in as him, and they fucking got me. Oh, I got pumped. That was but good. the real Tony Ferguson called in last sh last show, and he was great. He was great, good sense of humor. And every time I see him, it's good. To see, and he's he's a nice guy. But you know what I like about him besides that he loves the fight and that he's a fucking dangerous human being is that. Uh, He's got that chip on his shoulder a little. Even after he wins, everything. It's like, ah, I was wearing suits back in tough, whatever. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. biting my style, but it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, I'll show you all. No, he's just, he's still, there's something that get, uh, there's something angry in him. It keeps him, I don't know. I think, it's, I think he, I, I think. it keeps him motivated. Yeah. It motivates him that I think that he feels he's not getting the respect he deserves. Which I think, as far as fight fans go, and the guys that know what they're looking at, he's as dangerous as they come, man. And yeah. that's a guy that, dude, he, similar to Khabib in a sense, he's get, he gets stronger as it goes on. Yeah. He gets stronger, Jamie English. Yes, he does. Yes! <laughs> that is for Tony Ferguson. Tony yeah. Ferguson and Khabib are both on 11 fight win streaks. Those are the what longest. What did you just say? 11 fight win streaks. Tony and Khabib. I'm hitting that fucking thing. 11 fights? Those are the second longest, only behind Max Holloway's on 12. And 11 fight win streak is the longest in lightweight history in the UFC. So that just puts it into context. Like, Tony Ferguson is one of the best fighters yeah. in, you know, in the sport. Well, Jimmy Rivera, Jimmy Rivera next to me, he only has one loss. 100%. This guy's fucking killing it. All right, guys, I'm going nuts with the applause button. But good. he deserves it. Of course. We're going to, listen, I can't wait to see. I want to, I want to, we're going to talk about all these fights, about the rest of them really quick. But really quick with Tony Ferguson, him versus Khabib matched up. What do you think about that, Jimmy Rivera? That is, uh, I want to see that fight. Imagine that. I want to see what happens because you got a guy that has unbelievable jujitsu against uh, a phenom wrestler. Like, I want to see that. And not only that, the striking too, and Khabib can come out of nowhere with an overhand right or a monster hook or Tony Ferguson. Was, that's, that's a good Durable. fight. How, how do you come back and you look better? I thought he looked awesome. Yeah, Tony especially Ferguson. That's a significant operation on his knee as well. Like that wasn't like a he did the recovery himself. <laughs> did the recovery himself. Six isn't that months and was back for a nine-month 
like recovery. I hope it's not he like he's a painter and decorator or a plumber, no. right? Like he's a fighter and he's like, oh, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> like it's not important enough to recover like in a professional manner. That's amazing. His workouts, the things he does are so abnormal. But in his head, yeah. they work for him. Right. So you can't say anything. And then you see his performance. You got to say, maybe I need to start doing that shit for my fights. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, uh, imagine. And now listen. He uh, he deserves the fight could be, but I think he deserves the you know the he fight deserves for that title hundred percent. But imagine him versus just just like fantasy. Imagine him versus Justin Justin Gaethje. Oh. Imagine that. What the hell's happening there? That'd be a great war. right because he's also got that wrestling where he can keep it up, and lots can be decided on his feet. Hey, brother-in-law Ryan, stop talking my ear off. We're on air. I'm sorry, everybody at home. My brother-in-law is over here. He's making fucking it hard to concentrate. He's just sitting there. <laughs> Oh, dude, you want to hear something really funny, though, Jimmy? You're married, right? Yeah. So, you know, listen, sometimes I get embarrassed my wife. We were out, my, it was my wife's birthday the other day, so it was me, my bro, my other brother-in-law, my sister, my kids, you know, we were at this uh, this place in Massapequa, a little place, Good Times. Good Times? No, that's a show. <laughs> you were on a show? Good Times. <laughs> I forgot the name of the place, but it's a nice place. It's a nice little place to eat. So anyway... The, the ladies tell me about the skirt steak, and there's two different two different ways to have it, and she's going like a little long and about the two ways. And my wife's looking, mm-hmm. and my wife gets is quiet, and she gets she's kind of shy, and she I can embarrass her easily, you know. And she saw I was already gone in my head, but she knew that I was gone when this lady's telling me about how to get my steak and the fucking coffee rub and the fucking something to drizzle. So then I'm looking at the lady, go, oh, the drizzle for shizzle, and she goes, ah. ah I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's got ADD. I go, what? I'm right here. I'm right in front of you, Jimmy. <laughs> Jamie, I was, I'm like, you know, I'm right here. I get here. You're telling her I have ADD. What are you? Put a fucking helmet on me. What is this? <laughs> what is it? I'm, isn't that embarrassing? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> she told but the she waitress totally that I have ADD, Ryan. Is that, guys, am I wrong to think that's wrong? No. Jimmy. No, I get it all the time. But it's like to make an excuse. That's why I'm, t- I, don't, I didn't know what to say after that. I'm like, I'll just take it plain. I don't need it marinated. Holy fuck. Wait, she didn't finish the order for you? Because my wife wouldn't be like, he has ADD. I'm sorry. And he wants it like this. And I'm like, yeah. right? What yeah. First of all, it's not proven I have ADD. Chances are I have it. <laughs> You got something. I mean, I don't know what it is. But. <laughs> Chris should know. <laughs> Chris, the producer. Yes, sir. I noticed there's a lot more shit on this um, soundboard. Correct. We're getting oh, back to the fight. No, what's no, fun no, about this all, show is good. the left yeah. turns. Yes. I get on some shit for my ADD. Show takes a drastic turn for the worse. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. All these little things are fun. I call them little pit stops. Yeah. Pit stops are fun. <laughs> are you ticklish? Are you ticklish? No? Yeah. Oh, thank God, because that would have been weird. All right, listen. What are these other thi- these other things on this? Uh... So I added one that's a classic Opie and Anthony sound clip that Jim will really uh, appreciate when he's But will he appreciate it, or are we biting off? No, of... no, I think he'll well, he like was this a... one. Was he a part of this car crash when... That's what you're doing, the car crash? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So if like, there's a bad joke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So it's like if your joke doesn't go well, you know, it's a car crash. But are we biting off of another show if we use that? I think it's I okay. I got to ask Jimmy. We should have asked Jimmy when he was on in the air. All right. Well, I will get back one. to that. There's two other ones on there. I added a drum right. roll that you've been asking for. Which a I think drum you, roll? Yeah, but you Did should you just say a drum roll? Yeah, but you should save that for when we Let's say what, it. Wait, let's th- tell me. Wait, tell me when we're going to save it. Tell me right now when we're going to save it. <laughs> tell me. Oh, that's ah. it. That's ex- 
exciting, no? And, the, and then there's one other one on there. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm a fucking infant. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy. It's like giving a new toy where he's pressing things. What is the next one? There's one new other new one, crickets. We get a cricket sound effect, too. Okay. Crick, this one is called crickets. <laughs> now, that could be for one of my jokes, right? Yeah. All right. So there you go. So we, we, we added a little bit to this. Uh, all right. Well, listen, I just think we added to just make it even, everything's going to be more fun now. Yeah. All right. Speaking of fun, that fight was amazing. That was the fight of the night. People predicted that it was going to be fight of the night, the Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis. Yeah. And it definitely lived up to it. I thought Anthony Pettis fought a great fight. You know what I thought was amazing was that fucking Tony Ferguson was hitting Anthony Pettis with the Anthony Pettis kick. Yep. He was jumping <laughs> off the cage. Did you yeah, see that shit? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the only one to see great. that shit. That was awesome. No. That was fucking and, and, awesome. And with Tony Ferguson, you know that's 100% in his head. Like, I'm going to jump off the cage and punch him. Like, he's doing that yeah. completely intentionally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was an awesome fight. Mm-hmm. He when, when, it, when, it starts, when things start to get turned up, because I thought Pettis, Pettis was in that, Ferguson is turning it up. It's almost like she's trying to outdo somebody on that treadmill. Like, oh, you're going to pick it up? I'm going to pick it up. You turn it to 11, I'm going to turn it to 13. Mm-hmm. I personally don't put it to 5.5. <laughs> I, I strut, Jimmy. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with this point I'm making. The point is, is that Tony Ferguson puts that shit up. All right. Let's go to the big props to Tony Ferguson. Who picked what, by the way? What are you doing, Chris, the producer? Oh, yeah, we can go through it. So, Matt, you had Khabib by third. We'll go back to the main event. You okay. had uh, Khabib by third round submission. happened in the fourth round. All righty. So points for that. Well, thank Me you. Me and Jimmy both had uh, Connor by knockout, even though we, you know. No th- problem. But anyway. I don't judge anybody. Assholes. Uh, we all three had Tony Ferguson <laughs> by decision. from Artie Lang. You ever see that show? Go ahead. Uh, we all had Tony Ferguson by decision, which... It maybe it, it would have gone there had it not been stopped after the second round, but that was an unbelievable yeah. fight. Um, and then the OSP Dominic Reyes fight is the next. Uh, oh, let's get to that! Wow, are we going to talk about Jimmy's? Uh, you know, if he's got fights lined up, whatever. We'll get to it. Jimmy, who? Jimmy Rivera over here. Oh, oh, we fuck. We still got to talk to Jimmy yeah, about. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, you know what is? Jimmy's talking about this card. Jimmy's, though. this Jimmy's, card was fire. And do you know that Jimmy's like? Where do you live, Jimmy? Right now, you don't have to say where you live, but you're in the city or you're in New Jersey. I'm in Jersey, but this is not too far for you because I know. We're going to get back to the fights in a second. Now I want to talk about Jimmy. I'm so used to just bullshitting with Jimmy when I see him and stuff that I like... I forget that we should actually talk we more about Jimmy. See, we literally see each other every we do. fucking weekend. Because we see at each other some, at the Capitale. A fight event, yeah. some grappling event. I see you every weekend. We That's just, how you know that that we live the, the, the martial arts lifestyle. Because when we're not just there for the big fights. I'm at like the Capitale. There's some like like amateur uh, MMA fights and whatnot. I'm also like coming down the stairs. I'm like, what the fuck, Jimmy? Like, you know, <laughs> Matt, what's up? <laughs> I, we just run into each other. Then it was uh, at the Rise. You were at the Rise the other day. No, Ring of Combat before Ring of that. Ring Combat? Yes, can't forget oh, about wait, the Rise. Oh, you were at the Combat. Rise too? I was at the Rise too. Dude, I saw you coming upstairs. We are seeing each other every week. We saw each other every weekend. That's why. I'm going to see you probably next Friday. Capital. We are. Yes, yeah. I'm going to be there. Fuck, man. We're busy. Yep. We're busy. We're martial artists. Yep. Where is the school that you teach at here in the city? It's on East 23rd Street between Madison and Park Ave. That's the one that, that our little Jimmy Norton's going to go to. Yeah. Now, <laughs> tell me, when you first started training, what got you into the martial arts to begin with? Your family trains? Or? You, you know what's funny? I was getting picked on in school. My mom moved uh, me. My mom moved how me old were you? Years I was eight years old getting picked on. I was a new kid at school. And you know how most kids are. They, they don't report bullying. I was acting out at home. And my mom brought me in discipline, like, listen, I want you to straighten this kid out because I grew up with my mom without a dad. And uh, 
I went in there and I literally, I joke about it all the time, this Filipino guy was coming out, Vincent Domingo was my first instructor, and I look, I'm like, it's just like Karate Kid, this is awesome. <laughs> That's, That's funny. Awesome. And then a couple months into it, I was able to defend myself, I actually uh, got in a little fight with, that, uh, with the bully, the guy that was always picking on me, dropped and made him cry, I started to cry, and he was hurt, I didn't want to get in trouble, and yeah. at the end of it, he decided that he wanted to be friends, and, and everything was like smooth sailing like I never got picked how on long again. were you training until that incident how long were you training about, for about three to four months it's amazing what martial arts could do yeah. no no yeah. and now it's your life you you teach awesome. full time besides being you know fighting UFC stud uh, you, um, you, you teach full time yeah full time I'm there I was talking about Chris beforehand and Bring it back again. Sorry, sorry. Man, don't get yelled at us. We're no, talking no, no. About go ahead. Before. No, I'm there Monday through Saturday, and then when I have a fight coming up, I'm Monday through Friday. I'm at my school, train in the morning, go to my school, teach, and I'll take like an hour at night to do another workout. Now, tell me about Tiger Showman's. Now, the Tiger Showman's. You're, you're, you work with uh, now. It's it's Danny who I know. Yeah. Uh, the, and the brother. I know. His, I know his brother for fucking twenty years. I should know his damn name. What's his brother's name again? Ron. It's Ron. I'm yeah. sorry, Ron. And I just I was bullshitting him with him last time I seen him with you. I feel fucking awful. We have to edit this out. Not really kidding. No, don't feel it's bad because you know how many times people call Danny Ron and Ron. That's Danny. what it they is. I know the other time. Right, but I <laughs> but with these guys, with Tiger Showman, it's funny because you see a lot of commercials for Tiger Showman and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, I want to go to like a different school. That looks like it's more like a commercial type thing. Or whatever you're thinking, because you see something on TV. We've been fighting the Serolongo team, our, our guys and Hensel Gracie team here on the East Coast. We've been battling back in all oh, with a very respectful, like not only to say rivalry, but like Luke Cuomo. People remember him from back in the day. Yeah. yeah. He had battles. He had Battles who's a, with a guy who's a judge now. Dave Terrell. Dave Terrell. Yeah, yeah, I fight for that. Right that there, was freaking baby. awesome. Yeah. Battles. These guys fought. Mixed martial arts in the, um, man, it was ages ago. Close to 20 years ago, maybe, right? It, yeah, it's, so it's, been long a, ago. it's been a long time. And uh, battling versus uh, the Tiger Showman uh, crew. So they're very respectable. We, we go back and forth all the time, yeah. but it's never never an issue or anything like that. It's all no, fun I always and, love and to, a good time. I always love to see Danny and Ron when I see them. And uh, I actually just ran it to, to Ron at the last one, both of them. At the ring of combat, yeah, and uh, we were bullshit. I had my kids there. We were hanging out, and but uh, again, you, you you see the commercials and stuff. You think, oh, that might be nice to put my kids in. They world class fighters. Uriah Hall came from them. Yeah, yep. uh, Jimmy comes from them. What is it about the the system and whatnot? And and Danny and Ron that that, that trickles down to you. Guys? You know what? A lot of the schools are really just. Our main focus is not fighting, believe it or not. It's uh, our main focus for the kids is self-discipline and self-defense so they build their confidence. And the adults, we get 95% of adults that come in just want to get in shape. They're tired of the gym and they want to do kickboxing classes. Like I was just explaining before, like, you know, we don't have as many jiu-jitsu classes as like your school, for instance. We have yeah. even less because these People that come in, they just want to do kickboxing. That's it. Yeah. And it's very surprising. We try to push for the jiu-jitsu because it's really important to go in there and yeah. learn how to defend yourself in yeah. close quarters. How many times do you see a fight go down on the ground? Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's the big thing. Adults come in for you know physical addition, and then you got that 5% that have been attacked that want to defend themselves, yeah. and that's a big deal. And then a lot of the people that go in there, and they start getting in there, and they're like, yeah, I want to fight. They start going to our headquarters in Elwood Park, and they start training and get ready for fights. But... You know, we had we had a lot of people come up. We had Nick Pace, who went from WEC to UFC. We had Louis oh, yeah. Gallano with green hair, who was in the UFC. Oh yeah, Louis Lou, great. I I don't just like him because he's my height. But I like I, I like seeing him Your and height. Jimmy together. You're high. I'm happy when he's around. Yeah. He, I, yeah, I'm he's the, little. He's the only. 
person told yeah. that. He was on tough. He was on tough. He was on tough, yeah. yeah. What tough was that? There's a quiz for 14. You. Ah, you knew it. There's so many damn toughs. Yeah. And, uh, and Nick, by the way, Nick Pace is very good jiu-jitsu. Yeah. For, you're saying that, um, oh, you're trying to get more people into jiu-jitsu, but you have jiu-jitsu at your Oh, well, we have a lot of jiu-jitsu, and it's great. And he's, uh, he already got the invitation to EBI for next year. Like, oh, yeah. Spoke to Eddie That's Bravo, awesome. yeah, to the combat jiu-jitsu again. And then we have three guys coming up in MSG. We got Mike Trezano, Lyman Good, and Shane Burgos. We got Trezano, I mean, excuse me. We got Julio Arce, Shane Burgos, Lyman Good. And then a week or two later, we have Endeavor, Mike Trezano, who just won the Ultimate Fighter. And then we have myself. We have five guys right now uh, in the UFC. And that's really big for us because we come from a school that's not a fighting school. We come from a school just, you know, I don't want to say we're commercial, but we want to get people in shape. And we focus on more pertaining to the average, you, yeah. know, you know, blue collar people. Well, you, you doing this for a living. Like, when you're done fighting, I could, you're obviously, I see you just doing this the rest of your life the yeah I got, that's why i got my my school i mean you got a lot of fighters that we got a lot of fighters that have their own school like matt yeah. sarah right here <laughs> and then you got a lot of guys that you know when they're done fighting they know what they want to do and then they end up opening up a school or yeah. they get into a regular job i love the whole aspect of fighting but i also love the whole aspect of teaching and it's kind of like giving back you know what i mean i've i've been working for tire show since i was 13 and as I got older, I just you know wanted to keep giving back and also compete. And this is one of the things now I fight because when I die, I don't want to live with any regrets. I want to go out there and, and do my best and fight as long as I can and then just focus on my students and my school after that. And you're a talented mother jumper. Thank you. See, I clean up my language sometimes. <laughs> Nowhere. I'll be saying F-bombs like crazy. And once in a while, I'll be like, ah, shoot. I don't know. <laughs> it is, though. But uh, it's great, though, because we live very similar lives like that. Like, I opened up my first storefront in 2001 lived in the basement and through my fighting i always was i, I put back into my schools because i knew i'm not gonna fight forever and i always loved teaching also I, it's what i would do if i had all the money in the world like not to be corny but it's what i like to do i like to spend time with my white belts and teach them their first reversal to arm lock or whatever and i love jujitsu personally uh and i just love teaching it whether it's advanced beginners i i do a lot of beginner classes and they're like what the fuck like not that they're surprised to see me but sometimes they are surprised to see me there but it is it's just such a beautiful thing the uh the martial arts in general but specifically jujitsu and you need like you said like with your model the tiger showman academies is atmosphere is everything you need to have if you have like i have stuff at my school where the guys aren't allowed to walk around with their shirts off or no and yeah, they're not allowed to yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah. you have to important. It's important. It's, it can't just be a gold gym with arm locks. There has to be that martial arts respect there. Yes. Where you might not have in just a fighter's gym. Not to mention, if you want to make this a living, you better be, uh, what's fucking Dan Lambert from the yeah. American, he's a buddy of mine. He's the uh, the American top team guy. Well, Wait, see, is that right? Dan, Dan yeah. Lambert. I love Dan. I know his last name, I thought I fucked up. You see what it is, is like you said, you're jumping in the beginner's class because it's not a job. We go to our schools oh. and we're like, this is something we love to do. We, we don't mind showing up. There are other people like, oh, I don't feel like going in and this and that. Oh, it's not a job. We go in there and do what we love and we get to practice and teach them and jump in and roll with them and, you know, hold the path, whatever it is. No, you know, that's you it. Know so what, Longo said ages ago. Oh, Jamie! Jamie came James, in. Jamie sometimes, came in. like a fucking a UK ninja, I hear a little, <laughs> and I, I've, Jamie, talk to me about, because you, I'm my friend, the wise are words right now. I'm waiting for the wise words. Go ahead, Jamie. Talk. I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to acknowledge yourself and Jamie and Tiger Showman's um, school system. 
because I think it's really, really, for me personally, and I mean this, I've been in this for a while now, since I've been in America for 20 years, and like, um, martial arts, it's clear it's changed all of our lives, and it wasn't a gym, it wasn't weightlifting, it wasn't violence, it was martial arts, like, you got in, you got into a few reasons I did, everyone, but the people who taught us in martial arts changed our lives. There's, there's got to be someone there who makes... Because you can go to any school or gym or whatever and be like, okay, I'm just doing the work. But the people who, who teach you are the people who really make it. Because you could go to jiu-jitsu, but it's not just jiu-jitsu. It's the people who teach you jiu-jitsu. Like the they, connection. Yeah, and they give you something that you real And it changed the course of my life. And I didn't even know that it was changing the course of my life. And then it gave me an opportunity to come to America, which was, you know, I'm not from a very... Um, it's it's not like uh, terrible, but I'm not from the the most privileged place in in in, in England. And like I, I got an opportunity to be here to do something I love, and and actually get paid for it, which is was never something I ever envisioned. And I see that in in the course of of Matt and Henzo and, and Gene Dunn and people from Henzo's school and yourself now. And then of course there's, the showman has a huge reputation and. For me, it's not about fighting. It's about changing people's lives, like making a difference. Because most people don't fight. Most people want to train for for the for the other reasons that you've mentioned, and I think that should be acknowledged to you, particularly to lads like yourselves who have their own schools. I mean, it makes a difference in people's lives, and people earn so much money every year, and they're miserable. One hundred percent. But you're doing something you love, and I think that's worth more than uh, people can even pay it, for. It, so definitely, I definitely agree with you, Jamie. I tell people all the time, like we do a ninety day challenge from January to April. 90 days, get in the best shape you can because summer is coming and you want to look good in your bathing suit or walking, you know, without your shirt. And we tell people, listen, at the end of the day, this is not uh, a mandatory thing. This is a lifestyle change. You don't eat bad. You don't work out to eat bad. You work out and stay eating healthy so you can take care of yourself so you can live for a long time, yeah. take care of your family, your grandchildren, whatever it might be. You know, working out, it's something you do as a lifestyle. It's not something you do once in a while and just, ah, it's a lifestyle. And when you get into something, like Matt teaches jiu-jitsu or I teach kickboxing and stuff like that, it's like something you like and you enjoy, you can get better at, and there's so many levels and and so much you could do with it, and they love it, you know what yeah. I mean? It's a great thing. Yeah. I like to empower, it sounds like a fucking <laughs> superhero shit, and I like comic books, by the way, not to be a nerd, <laughs> but I do like to empower empower the weak you know what I mean? Like, I like that a nerd... <laughs> I mean, I look, I'm a nerd. I'll fucking talk comic books and Star Wars all day long. But I like that there's guys at my school that you could look at them and be like, all right, this guy might get fucked with. And they become dangerous. And I, as far as jujitsu goes, yeah. I got guys where I'm like, this guy came in 100% not... Just would not be able to defend himself. Yeah. Would get his ass kicked. And then I'm looking at this guy's role and I'm like, holy... Dude, this guy, this guy gets jumped. He's taking care of himself. Yeah. He's taking this guy's, he's taking somebody's back and choking him. I'm watching it because I see them doing it day in and day out. I'm like, I like that as much as I like uh, cornering my UFC guys, believe it or not. Yeah, cool. Because it's, it's, it will count when it really, yeah. it, 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 yeah. it's for when it really counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And it's a beautiful thing, man. You're giving them like a superpower. You know, well, people always always think you know the most important things you got to know your three R's. Got to know reading, writing, arithmetic, and you got to know how to swim. Obviously, because the Earth's made of seventy percent of water. But what people forget about you know swimming self defense on in water, but you got to know self defense on land, which is the fifth thing where we come in and teach them so they know what to do. And God forbid something happens, they can defend themselves. And people forget that the worst feeling in the world. I almost forgot how it felt, but I but if you like is when you don't know what to do when there's a, a physical confrontation or there might be and you're just like yo uh 
you get like an anxiety, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, as a kid, I remember feeling like, yo, I don't, I don't like, but I didn't really know what to do. And I'm like, you know, and I was always, a, I was always a silly guy, even as a kid, you know. The badass stuff just came out afterwards. <laughs> I'm almost happy I got fucked with in a sense because it. Not, no, that's that's a weird thing to say, but it did mold me into, you know, a guy that don't take no shit, you know. But uh, what was I getting at before that shit? I don't know. Well, I don't know. We threw it. Oh, we were all listening. Oh, we were way out. I think, my, I think you guys could all feel for my wife now because she that she was right with that wait, waitress. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But um, when I was just visiting my sister, can I just tell you really quick? We were at a Disney store up on the Woodbury Commons, and I'm in the Disney store with my kids, and this guy, this big fat guy that works there, nice, nice, nice enough guy in the beginning, you know, and he's doing all the voices. Hey, I'm Mickey. And I'm like, oh, all right. Got my kids there. And then, you know, it, mm -hmm. I hate, oh my God, I, I just don't like people that, like, like they can be a little weird, but holy fuck, Jimmy. J let me tell you something. Jamie, so this guy, really quick, we're going to get back to the fights because my, <laughs> my microphone just went down. So this guy's like, you know, eh, I'm making, so, I'm, so now, like, he's doing, like, three different voices. And he's like, Bleh. how do you do the Donald Duck, like, <laughs> doing all that shit? So I'm like, all right. And my kids were a little bit in the beginning, like, oh, that's nice, and whatever. So then I'm like, oh, I go, and he's like, yeah, I've been working here 20 years. I go, I go oh, so I thought he's being normal. I go, oh, I go, so so you must have had one voice in the beginning that you started with. He goes, oh, well, when they called me when I when I 20 years ago, when I started here, they got my answering machine. And when they got it, they got, hello! And he starts going to a Mickey voice. And he goes, and then they called back and they did a and he did a goofy voice. He's going into a routine. I wanted to fucking double leg this motherfucker, Jimmy. <laughs> he would not, and he's not leaving us alone. He's doing every fucking must have he's doing like Fucking chipping down <laughs> characters you don't even know anymore. He's doing oh yeah, people call me goofy. Oh, you're goofy, huh? Can I pay for this fucking uh mini mouse thing and get the fuck out of here? Did he realize who you were though? No, I don't think he gave a fuck. He knew every character <laughs> in Disney and he's doing that annoying spitting fucking Donald Duck. <laughs> oh fuck you! You fat fuck! You fat fuck! I don't care. All right, let's get back to some fights, guys. Jimmy, are we having fun? Uh, Listen, always. again, let's go back to the OSP versus... Um, we only, we're only on the third fight, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. This, this <laughs> is going slow, people. This is great. Uh, hey, man. It was... Uh, it was a good fight. It, I... What'd no, you think? I He's couldn't dangerous, believe. man. What a... Dude. Go ahead. That, no. Reyes just came out of nowhere, and this guy who... Um, is a prospect came out and took out OSP and just showed how good he was. You know what I mean? He he looked really good for his fight. I mean, he's never been in a second and third round, so that's shown a little bit. He's got to get his cardio up a little bit more. But his striking, his defense and wrestling, everything looked very, very good. Jamie? Yeah, I'm, I'm on board there. That was exceptional. As he said, maybe in the beginning, he was a little uh, bit of an adrenaline dump, maybe, yeah. because he, he was very active in the first, but yeah, his distance and his timing and his composure, considering who he was fighting and considering you know what people were saying before they went into the fight, I thought it was, he, 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 uh, he overreached and he, and he did it well. You know, I thought he did excellent. He's a threat, a real threat. Yeah. I thought this was a... I picked OSP to win, I believe, didn't I? Yeah, you had OSP by second round sub, as did Jimmy. I actually had Dominic Reyes by first round knockout only because of the way Tyson Pedro fought OSP in the last fight. He caught him early. Um, but yeah, I, li I like Dominic Reyes. I mean, he... And it's no disrespect to OSP, who obviously is great, but this kid looks like a real 
yeah, prospect you in know, that division now. They yeah. should watch out for that kid. He's going to yeah. come up and, and make some noise for sure. I thought this was his biggest test. I was That's why I went with uh, OSP. I'm like, yo, he's undefeated, uh, Dominic. He's young. He's, he's, you know, but, you know, I'm looking at the guys he fought, and then no disrespect, OSP's been around. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got some. He's had some battles, and he's had some up and downs, but his ups are up, man, and he's a dangerous guy. He's well-rounded. But hey, man! If this was a, a look, if you look at this as a test, I mean, Dominic Reyes passed that test with flying colors, and he's going to grow from that. And he showed a great everything from the wrestling to uh, his striking's always been dangerous. I mean, he just held good, good in the scrambles. I want to see. I want to see who's next for him. What's up with him? Because he's he's a dangerous dude, man. He's he's a prospect for sure. Yeah, that was yeah. a good platform for him because like that was on a major card and he really showed up. So I mean, that's very impressive. He should he should do really well from this. Fight. Yeah, I think he called out Jan Blahovich too okay. for the next fight. I mean, I don't know if that'll happen, but that's interesting. What's his name? Blahovich. Oh, you're gonna say Blackovich? Don't say Blackovich. Blackovich. Blahovich. Do me a favor. Yeah. Go to the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. What do you say about his balls? They were hot. His balls were hot. His balls were hot. They were, right, they were on fire. His balls said, were on fire. They were, what did he say? His balls, his balls were what, what exactly? His balls were hot. Yeah, his balls, balls were hot. My balls were hot. I can understand that. All right, Derek Lewis. I'm not so judging funny. him. I love his Instagram. And I think he's a riot. I yeah, like him. Yeah, I, let's talk about the, who picked what with this. Uh, we all had Derek Lewis picked by knockout. Um, me and Jimmy had second round knockout, and you had first round knockout. Um, so what do you think? It was, just the, it was just the opposite oh. of what we all picked. Right? It was the ass end of the fight. Man, I'm wow. glad. I, it was so cool. Last it was so tight. seconds. Like, there's 11 seconds left, and you're ahead in the cards. I woke up my five-year-old like, yo, Black Bees! <laughs> <laughs> like, right, Ryan? Oh. You were there. Ryan, stop talking my ear off. We're on air. Okay, good to see you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Volkov's got to be killing himself, though, right? I mean, he was uh, all he had to do was just... Stay away from him. I just, know, if yeah. I was in his corner, I would be so upset with myself. I would yeah. have been screaming like, "Run away!" Third round, <laughs> ten seconds left. Run Shit, away! Man. I know a guy that ran into a spinning backfist with like twelve seconds left. What an asshole! <laughs> 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 Fucking debut, oh. cocksucker. <laughs> All right, uh, but listen, <clears throat> listen to me clear my throat. Alexander uh, Volkov. I want to see what's next for him because he looked fucking phenomenal. Unless this fight just set him back because his that fucking shot. Jesus. Holy shit! But he up until then he was doing a great fight, man. He was yeah, fighting he's, a great fight. He's no? clearly winning the fight. You know what? He got better towards the end. He started putting more together and getting more comfortable. Like I don't think put him back too far, but you know, put him back just a little bit. And and he couldn't. And Derek early was trying to find his range and had a hard time just getting to him. It's like he was swinging. It's like yo, he's not getting near him. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah there's some strange shots from uh, from from Derek Lewis, like some odd kind of low and level. I didn't really know what he's. I always to do. cringe when I see him. Like, listen, he is such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when he goes to fight, this is when I cringe because his hands are by his chest. He's walking in, and you know a bomb's coming, but his hands are down, and I'm like, oh man. But it, it's true. You know what I mean? It's, you got to watch. You got to be careful because that dude can swing. Yeah. And just one shot. That's all it takes. But I cringe. I'm like, just put your hands up, Derek, please. Just a little higher. Well, he also looked like he got caught uh, throughout the entire fight. You go, oh, well, that could be the end of the fight. And then yeah. he just kind of pops back up, and it, he didn't seem phased by it at all. It's I, almost like he was playing possum. I love how he was baiting him. Yeah. He was playing right? possum. It was yeah, baiting him right. in. Oh, yep. that hurt, that hurt. Big right hand. Oh, that hurt, that hurt. <laughs> Big right hand. I'm like, holy shit. I'm Jimmy, like, no? Right? I was yeah, thinking the same. Thinking I'm, I was wondering. I'm like, is he just baiting him in? Or is he? Or Because if you do that too much, the ref could jump in. Right. So I was like, but things weren't. They were they weren't like 
devastating blow. Some of them are worse than others. And you're like, oh shit, he's on him. But then he'd come back with a fucking roosh. He wanted him to get close. Yeah. And then that weird takedown. You saw that weird takedown yeah, he was going for, some what? leg wrap thing. I don't even know. But then Alexander got back up with that, didn't he? He didn't know. Alexander landed on top and he got back oh, up with the right. underhook that, that first and time. And that's not exactly that. And it's not exactly, he's not exactly Hicks and Gracie down there. So it's a little, <laughs> that, could, uh, that could use a little more energy than you'd want, right, Jamie? Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> but hey, props to Derek Lewis, man. I, I think he's just—he's a guy that's just fun for the sport. He's fun. He's fun to watch fight. He's got a—he's got a lighthearted, good sense of humor. He's powerful, but man, to, to make up that distance, like like Jimmy, we're shorter guys. Like I'd have to come in with a, underneath, behind, like a double, triple jab to try to make up that distance. He was just like swinging, <laughs> like just throwing <laughs> overhands and. No, right? I, gotta, I mean, personally, I got to get my little thug ladder I have in the kitchen. It's like a two-step ladder to reach <laughs> yeah, that. Get it. I would need that. I need to get that. That's my one-two step. And that I, think, was... I think we're the same height, though, Jimmy. No, you're taller than me. Everybody's know. taller than me. I don't know, Jimmy. You want to stand up right now and do it? I said, well, I said at the end of the show, <laughs> we'll do a back-to-back, head-to-head yeah. thing with my bald head. And we'll, uh, but I don't know, Jimmy. I'm not too tall. You're tall I'm very wide. <laughs> I'm a wide guy. <laughs> anyway, I'm a wide dude. Look at me. I'm stocky. Stop All right, let's get back Food to is business. Good. I, I know. I'm trying to do the right thing. Right, hey Ryan, brother-in-law, didn't I do the right thing? I, I stayed. We went. Right I did the right thing. I didn't go near any. No pizza. No pasta. You hear that, guys? No pasta. No pizza. Damn right, I get an applause. <laughs> Damn right, he's not. He's not lying. I could eat like a pig. Oh, let's talk about this fight. Michelle Waterson, the karate hottie, versus the little pit bull. Little pit. Little bulldog. Little bulldog. Sorry, yeah. uh, Felice. Herrig, um, this was a good fight. It was a great fight. I just don't know what, what the one judge was looking at, 30-26. Yeah, I didn't, crazy, I didn't get right? that. I thought 29-28, maybe split two for Michelle, one for Felice, but like I didn't see 30-26 at all. But yeah. it, was a, it was a good fight. It was a very entertaining fight the whole time. I was super impressed with uh, the karate hottie. And by the way... I, you know, I picked Felice. I'm impressed. I like the way I, Felice has been fighting great lately. Yeah, we both had Felice. Jim had uh, Michelle. And and it's, it's awkward, too, because I had Michelle. Like, it's weird. This is a weird job, uh, Jimmy, because sometimes, like, and Jamie, you know the deal. Like, as as like a fighter and stuff, I hate sometimes picking because I run into these people and I like everybody. So And I know when I used to fight, when people would pick against me, I'm like, you motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. Not really like, like them. But now I, I'm on the other side and I got kids, so fuck it. But, um, <laughs> you know. I went with Felice. So somebody on like a picture, like uh, on Instagram that I liked or something of, of Michelle, like after the victory. Because I like Michelle. I think she's great. I like them both. Somebody like tagged me in it and said, yeah, good job on your victory, even though Matt Sarah picked Felice no. uh, to win. It's like, you <laughs> oh, fucking what do people do little that? white knight piece of shit. I'm not attacking Keyboard her. Keyboard tough guy. Keyboard tough guy. All the fucking time. Yeah. Guy. Well, that's <laughs> the thing, right? It's like it simplifies it to a weird... When we do the picks, we talk it out. We're like, yeah, here's how I think Michelle can win. Me, this is you know, why. You know, like, at the end of the day, two people are going, and one person's going to win no matter what. That's right. it. Yeah. You know, one person's going to lose. It's just the way it is. It's fighting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, I'll tell you, I was impressed with... Uh, I was impressed with Michelle on the floor. I really was. Because Felice has very good jujitsu. I like her jujitsu. And I and Michelle Waterson was just she I, was on I was point. Su- I was surprised some oh. of her takedowns, Michelle Waterson. I was like, wow, that's nice. And she'd yeah. made some corrections. She wasn't exposing her back. I was afraid. If she would have done that head and arm throw that she loves to do, what a girl who knows how to take the back like Felice. I, it, it, it's trouble, and she made that correction because she's gotten a back taken like that before. She said, yeah. "I know she's brought that up. I don't know if that was in my head because she always does that throw, 
but that, that's I remember she brought it up like, yeah, I got my back taken like that. I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't even realize. But right. I know that she does it a lot. And it's it's always there. And she didn't do that. She got a, she, she has some uh, she showed some new takedowns and she just looked she looked really on point, man. Well, she well, sounded confident. Come yeah, on. it was. All, I thought it was a great performance. I feel like um, uh, Felice is a is a, a formidable opponent. She's the real. Real deal there. That, that, that's a real test. Oh, yeah. And they've known each other for a long time. That's right. And, and they wanted to fight for a long time. Yeah, they've been in the game for a long, long time. So it was good for them, I feel, to have this platform. And then um, I was especially impressed with Michelle because one of the hardest things and subtle things that a lot of people might not necessarily appreciate when they're watching it is how well she managed the distance. Yeah. And she was able to kick uh, that girl's face without any setups. So the accuracy and the speed was alarming for me. Like, that was really clean shots to the head and then managing that distance so well and then when she was pressed against the cage she's really strong for she she yeah. looks like she's got some significant physical advantage yeah that's what i thought was going to be the difference right. in the clinch and there, it didn't show yeah. it didn't, i thought technically like you said matt she showed the the knowledge yeah. to negate the strength of her opponent because i feel like the strength was probably the advantage rather than technical right. but that proved for me looking at from the outside that their technique overrided their strength I thought that was excellent I like you brought up the kicks her kicks yeah. Michelle Watterson's kicks wow yeah. like I was wowed by them like those are dope kicks yeah and she's always had that karate like yes. background but like I love the well-roundedness, the yeah. takedowns, and yeah. look at her ground game now it's yeah. improved yeah you, you, it's funny how you see some improvements like that and it's like it, it it's a big difference from the last, like, from what I've seen in the past. So you know she's doing the right thing. So that's exciting. I want to see what's next for her. Yeah. What do you think's next for you, Jimmy Rivera? Oh, Segway, oh, kid! Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, God, I can segue. Um, you know what? What's next? You know what? I really want anybody in the top five. Um, no disrespect to you, but I think Sterling and I would be a great fight. Who? Sterling and I. Aljo Sterling. Yeah. I know. But I did like what he said about fighting up and breaking up that trio because I was like, you know, fuck this trio. Always yeah. Cruz, Dom, TJ, always back and forth. Let's break that shit up. Let Sterling fight Cruz and I fight Cody or reverse it. Fuck it. I'll fight Dom and he fights Cody. I want to break that up. I'm tired of that. Like, I, I think Sterling Iowa will definitely fight eventually, but I want to break that up. I'm like, I'm tired of that shit. Or anybody, you know, in front of me in the top five, you know, rematch with Marlon, Sansal, Cruz, Cody, you know, obviously, I would love to fight TJ, but he's you know going with Seguro. Like, I would love any of that. You know what I mean? That would be, that would be awesome. What did you think of the fight, the the uh, the rematch with TJ and uh, Cody? He just that was he wild, just huh? he put he put the stamp on was Ooh. I am the best TJ. That's what he did. He put the stamp on. He beat Cody. Now it's kind of interesting to see what happens with Cody. Um, you know, he I follow a lot, and I'm really mentally in it because I think. Fighting is super physical, as but as much physical as mental, too. And you see that he deactivated his Twitter, then he put it back on. His Instagram, you can't make any comments on any of his pictures. Who's? Uh, sorry, Cody Garbrandt. This oh. is all Cody Garbrandt. So mentally, I think mentally right there, it's, it's really hard for him right now. Super hard. I mean, listen. I got head kicked in June, and me and Sterling both got head kicked, and we know how it is. It happens. But it's not what happens that fight. It's what you do afterwards. And I literally, the week after, I was like, fuck this. Need to get yeah. cleared. Let's get a fight in, which reminds me, I got, as I was getting cleared, like, get tested for ADD. So now every time my wife says something, hey, I got tested. I have ADD. Yeah. I can't take shit, but I have ADD, babe. And she's just like, this is some bullshit. You bring it up every time now. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, it's a proven fact now. 
But I got, I got <laughs> literally, I got clear the, that week after, and the following week, I was already scheduling the fight with Dotson. And I know Sterling didn't have nice things to say. It was a boring fight. But when you have a guy that doesn't want to stand in front of you yeah. and wants to move the whole time, there's nothing you can do. Hey, let me tell you something. Well, for uh, you know, Alan Aljo's my boy too. Then you guys—that's that's between you guys. But listen, oh, I'm you guys are fighting. No, 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 Danny, I was talking about with Danny. You don't know, I don't know. It was, no, <laughs> it was one of the Tiger Showman brothers. One of the no, brothers. I was talking about it with Danny, saying, "Hey, man, what Jimmy to come back from? It's hard enough to come back from a loss. It, it could be tricky enough, but to come back and fight a guy like Dotson, Dotson's the worst guy to fight because he's all over the fucking place. He's a hard guy to. I was impressed the way Marlon fought him, yeah. and Marlon beat him. And for you to come back after that that loss, your one loss, by the way, in the UFC, twenty six and one. You got that right? Oh, I wish you give me a couple more wins. 20, 22, 22 and yeah. I'm actually 22. Let me and two look right at my now. notes for a second. Hold on one second. <laughs> Let me look at my notes. Hold on. Hold on. I think it's 22 and 2, mm-hmm. right? Let me yeah. see what Jimmy wrote. Let me see what my producer wrote. Because if it's, if it's not right, I swear to God. Oh, it's right. That's right. <laughs> Jimmy is 20. I love the threats. Is 20. <laughs> All right, anyway, you're 22 and 1. Right? You're 22 two, and two. You're two, 21 two. and one see, in your last see, 22 Matt, fights. I had the same problem you have. I have a hard ADD. time putting down the. I got that too. I do. I have a hard time putting down the fork. So my first two pro fights were at 150, yeah. and I walk around at 150. Jimmy. So after my second loss, I was like, yeah, that guy came in 175. I was 150. My coach is like, you got to cut weight. I'm like, I, I'd like sure? to ask you a question, Jimmy. Yeah. If I know you're talking about the top five or top four or five guys, right? Yeah. To fight. Um, does it occur to you, you know, at this level, obviously, all fights at this level are going to be beneficial yep. because you, you're trying to get up there. And, but is there any – do you ever give, like, thought to if you could pick your fight and you would get it, um, which fight would make you better? Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like some opponents, sometimes, not always, obviously, I'm not trying to make this is this is this easy, but some opponents, me personally, when I have guys, my guys fighting, I try and pick some specific people because I'm like – if you can beat this guy, this is going to make you better to beat this guy. Because sometimes I see my my guys fighting and I'm like, this is a weakness we need to overcome. So I'd like to train for that. And then when you fight this guy, if you ever, this is going to give you a platform to be even better for the title or whatever else. Sometimes I feel like that could be a... I was pa- excited pa- to fight and I was supposed to fight Cruz last year, but then he got hurt. That's, and Lineker, he broke his and arm, right? got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was excited Cruz because everybody thinks he's hard to figure out, but I don't think he's hard to figure out. So that would be fun to show, go in there and answer that question on how you deal with his movement. So, you know, I would love that fight to go in there and and show. And and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, I think that one, as in skill-wise... This is something we were talking about beforehand. You always have to be, if you're talking about Connor, you always have to be in the gym training. So literally, I trained this morning. I left a little early. My coaches know I got to leave a little early because we usually go to 12 because I got to come on Matt's show. Yeah. I got to talk to Matt about this past weekend. And uh, a little upset that I walked in. Jim was here. I missed you, Jim. And uh, and you always have to be training. So when I'm not, when I don't have a fight, I'm always training and trying to get better. And there's so many little things that you learn as you go in. And, you know, that day... You train for those two hours, and 
in those two hours, it was literally two minutes to the time that you learn from someone just how to do a, a 411 better or something like that. And you're like, oh, do it like that instead of this. Got it. And then that's what makes you better. You always got to be trained. That's the biggest thing that we stay on with you know, everybody in the gym is that even when you have a fight, you're in training and you're helping the other guys get ready too. Unfortunately, you know, some of the guys, see, this is where it comes in. I don't have to go too crazy right now because a lot of guys that are fighting right now and the next four guys that are fighting in, in MSG Endeavor, uh, everybody's taller <laughs> and I'm too short. So I'm like, all right, that's Still, cool. I just get to come in and train. Oh, I have to worry awesome. about getting punched in the face. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> How do you feel you match up with the champ, with, with TJ? I, and, he's, and he's been looking so impressive. He looks good, but, I, you know, I'm not trying to be Yo, you got to be confident, man. You know, I, I think I could beat him. I've got to train with him a couple years back in Milwaukee. Okay. And he's approved a little bit. And I, I see the setups. Like, sparring it's more setups. All? Yeah, sparring him. Okay. And I uh, got to grapple him and, and Uriah. And I think that was a big eyeball opener because I was like, these guys, I put them on a pedestal. Right. And all of a sudden, I got to train with them. I'm like, man, I'm just there, too. Like, fuck this. I'm good, too. And uh, I think matchup was TJ. I think it's just, yeah. you know... He, he does certain things to set up his kicks and stuff like that, but I think I match up great with him. It's just, you know, you gotta go, you gotta plug away and try to get that title shot. And it's hard to say it without being super like, I don't like going out there and saying, you know, he sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Uh. But you know, I lately I've been kind of voicing my opinion on Twitter and stuff and just saying, you know, you know, with that whole the Khabib and Connor fight, I actually a couple months ago would want Khabib to win. But one of my students had a bad you know, altercation. I had a little, you know, teenager, 15, 16 years old, wanted to get an autograph, a picture with Khabib, and was a, a dick and blew really? her off. And I was Are you just like, serious? That's you know, shocking like, to me. And that's why my vote went from Khabib for that fight to, to, to Connor. I and was that's, just a like, that's, a that's somebody you... Uh, that's a student of mine, yeah, that we trained. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like that, because at the end of the day, listen, I know he's a hard ass, and it's cool. I like it. I like his metallic. Oh. Why do I got to be home when my wife's giving birth? I, I go fight. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. You're a hard ass. You're in there. You're about the business, making the money, taking care of your family. But the fans make the sport. At the end of the day, you got to yeah. care for those fans because they are the ones that are buying our stuff, buying the pay-per-views, sign up, doing all this stuff. They're the ones that are very important. And that kind of hit me hard. And Man. she's a very close student of mine. She's been oh. training for years. So that's you know that's why I was on the other side for that Connor pick. I was picking Connor for that fight because of that. She older or is she a kid? Or is she's she a she's a, a kid. She's kid. fifteen. Oh man, well you know, not, and I and I, and I know Khabib's a nice guy, so maybe she asked him right after uh, Connor was talking about right his daddy before. Or something. It was right maybe before something like that. I wish. I'm trying to light it up. He's trying to light it up. I don't know. Nah, it's cool. You know what? Who knows? Maybe something bad happened that day yeah. and this and that. This is why you gotta like leave. You gotta leave stuff when you're at a work event or something. Because you're yeah. at PFL, you're at a work event basically. You know you. You gotta, you know, fans gonna want pictures, this and that. I, I always thought it was funny with ADD now kicking in. The Rock, The Rock would be like, he'll always tell people, what? you know what I mean? He, he'll go do pictures, and they want to do pictures, autograph nonstop. There'd be millions of people, and he would tell people, like, listen, you know, I know we have to make a timing. Just get on me really hard about. I have to go. I have to go. You know, and they'll be like, they'll get on. You gotta go, Rock. You gotta go. Let's go. You gotta go to when you gotta you gotta go in there. He's like, one more, one more, one more. And he'll do that one more. And then he'll head in there. Yeah. But it's hard because you only have so much time and then it, you have to go. Yeah, you know? It's funny to be in that position to even say that, right? Isn't it funny? Yeah, like, yeah. like sometimes like, yeah. And then you feel like you'll sign like like five like things and then like there'll be a sixth guy and you got to go or something. And then, then you're addicted. Two, five guys, you're the best person ever. And that last person, you're an asshole. And <laughs> next thing you know, people's on unfiltered saying, listen, people, <laughs> Khabib, you <laughs> want Khabib signed like, a dozen things, and then there's the level they get it. Oh, listen, that poor little girl. Anyway, what <laughs> I'm like, Jimmy, I'm so happy you're here. You're gonna have to let's. Well, first of all, let's get into the fights. We went through all the picks. 
right? Yeah, uh, yeah we all went three for five. Listen, I put the fights back up for a second. All of them, so I could just mention a couple of things on the undercard that we should point yeah, out. Some, some, some unfortunate good fights on the undercard. I was a little, I was upset. I'm going to be honest with you, only because you know he's a Long Island guy. I was looking forward to Ryan Lafleur because yeah, he, he yeah. only had two losses: one to Damian Maya, one, well now three, but one he got caught by uh, uh, Cowboy Oliveira and Tony Martin. I was, I did not see that coming. Tell me about Tony Martin. Please. Uh, yeah, I could pull he up deserves to be talked he about. He last fought in Atlantic City, I think, actually, which was the last time yeah. uh, LaFleur Le- fought. What's also. his? Uh, I'm pulling it up. Hold on one second. Yeah, man. We want to hear about Tony Martin because, I mean, LaFleur's a dangerous guy. Do you know LaFleur? I know right? LaFleur. I've trained at his gym. And nice I was, guy. I, was, I, was, I always root for the Long Island guys when yeah, I'm out there. he's a good guy. Flair, he's a Belmont like, kickboxing, right? Yes, he yes. is. Yeah, yeah. And he's tough as all hell, man. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, anybody takes a kick like that, that's a back to the head, basically. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was yeah. bad. wrapped around and that was it. You know what I mean? I saw that fight i was like wow I no felt- one i don't care how much of a chin you got i don't think anybody's taking a shot like that uh tony martin was fighting at lightweight for m- all of his ufc career basically uh and he just moved back up to welterweight in atlantic city he beat kaida nakamura it was unanimous decision and then this is give me his uh give me his record in, in the ufc he is it looks like six and four in the ufc but he's got two in a row now back at welterweight so it's amazing isn't it amazing you would think because of that, I, b- I believe Ryan was the favorite in that fight. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I would assume I'd it was probably so. close, but yeah, but LaFleur could have been the favorite. I mean, sure. wow, because you know, and, and I'll tell you, LaFleur is not a small. He's not a small welterweight. Not he's at a, all. He's a big dude. So you know, props to Tony Martin, Ryan LaFleur. He you know he showed that he can come back after a loss. You know. Um, what was Ryan's last one again? He won. He, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I believe, a unanimous decision. I'm going to look it up right now. Only Alex Garcia, yeah, unanimous yeah. decision. He came back after losing to Cowboy, and he won. He slipped a little bit, and I, I hope the best for him because he's a friend. And, you know, much respect to Tony Martin because, damn, that's yeah. not an easy guy to take out. No, no not he, at all. You know? he no. Had his, I felt like he had his number early on. He was landing those straight rights and beating him, just timing him really well, so I felt like him. Um, let me, not, let yeah. me make this... Double check this. It's Tony Martin, righty or lefty? When we're watching that fight, I'm trying to think. There's so many fights to watch. I think he's time. orthodox. Isn't Lafleur or Lafleur's uh, <coughs> a left? Yeah, it's a southpaw. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Sorry. So I just no, no, it's okay. That- it just seemed like Tony Martin just had a like striking wise. He he had the timing yeah, down. Yeah. And Lafleur was working to get in and just wasn't wasn't catching it right. And uh, I'll tell you, Nick Lentz was all over <laughs> Maynard. Oh my. Goodness. Oh my God! What a fight. I think this is what I think, man. I I really like I like Maynard. It's another man. high kick finish. I, I think I think Maynard should. Uh, I I think he should just. I don't know. I, listen, you don't want to tell another man what to do. He's know? he's been through some wars. He's he's. Point. I think he's took enough uh, withdrawals out of that bank. I think he should just start coaching, start teaching. I mean, I, do some grappling, jump into yeah. some EBIs. Yeah. There comes to a certain point where you don't want to see a guy get hit anymore. No. And he's and a he tough was very SOB, good. He's, no, he's the pro- that's SOB. the problem. The problem is. These tough guys take too much. Are gonna they're not gonna tap, and then and then you, and that's why you love them, but they're gonna hurt. They're gonna get themselves hurt. What? And he took some punishment. Yeah. Nick Lentz was very active. Nick Lentz is one of those guys that's always right there. No. Yep. Well, he's, you know what is the surprising thing here? Like he's got Lentz has got twice as many fights as Maynard. He's got like forty-two fights or what, something like what that. Is, yeah. What's and what's he's got like he's just moved back up too. Yeah, he was at forty-five. What, for a do you know bit his record right offhand? Uh, yeah, I just pulled up. Nick Lentz is twenty-nine, nine, two, and one no contest. So he's done it all. He's, he's had forty in the professional UFC. Fight. 
Oh no! In the UFC, I mean, he goes I back. Say the same thing, to, Jimmy. I always say the uh, same thing. So I, I mean, he's been in the UFC since else. UFC one hundred and three was his debut back in two thousand nine. So it's you know so, to add it all up. I mean, he's probably got like 10, 11, 12 fights in the UFC. All right, he's guessing now, people. But listen, well, yeah, man, <laughs> I, I, I can yeah. count it all. Yeah. All I know is that he's still he's always impressive with his grappling, but he's, he's getting he's so he was very accurate with his striking. Yeah. Man, yeah. he put it. That was a he put it yeah. together. Wow, that was that was something else. Like, he's I, got twenty one UFC fights. What's his record in the UFC fights? I I got one of the things. So you know, sorry, Maynard, but one of the things that head kick took Maynard off his feet, and I'm you know yes. just thinking about it now because yes. I gotta take a couple seconds now. You know, getting yeah. now punching the head still. You know, so you're saying it's an early stoppage? <laughs> no, I'm only. That's for me. Uh, I deserve that yeah, early stoppage. I'm, I'm an asshole. Yeah. I'm an asshole. But, I'm sorry. Damn that head kick and the way he put it together and it took him off his feet. I was like, wow, I couldn't believe it. But he, you know, when he when he went down, he was getting back up. He was. But you know what? I'll give the the referee credit, right? Because Maynard, yeah. I could see there was a bit of a discrepancy. He was like, what are you stop? Almost saying, what are you stopping it for? But if you see that in a fight and both of yeah. your feet leave the floor before your hands even touch the floor, yeah, you've got to be looking He's to be a stopped. Tough sob, Maynard. He was getting up, but I think the fact that he took so much damage in, in the, the first, first round. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that's good reffing. I mean. Well, I do too. If I was the ref, I would have went to his corner and said, "Look, if there's more of that second round, I'm going to stop it." Exactly. You can't watch that and be like, "That's okay." No. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Jamie English. You're not the ref. Oh, I'm sorry. also kidding, <laughs> guys. Listen, I want to know. Listen, only because I like to use I like to use my new uh, thing here. I want to hear what Jimmy Rivera wants to plug. Let me see. <laughs> oh, nice. Jimmy, where's yours? I like to say Jimmy a lot. Jimmy's not here, so I'm so happy Jimmy Rivera is here. Jimmy, tell me, where if people want to train martial arts, besides Hensel Gracie, can't always give him a plug. Hensel besides Gracie. besides Matt's school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> in, in here in the city. My schools are in Long Island, don't worry. 30, 34 East 23rd Street. If you're not close to Matt, if you're close to me, come on by. Wait, it's 23rd or it's 3rd? Wait, what was it? East 23rd. East 23rd. 23rd. Yep. Uh, and you might see more than one Jimmy there. I doubt it. <laughs> you got, you got I'm going to give you his number. He said it's okay. I was going to give it to you the other day too, and somehow I got your number. I'm like, yo, Jimmy, come on the show. That's how I got him here. I don't want. I want people to know that are listening that this is not the UFC booking. No, no, we uh, see no, each other like, every week. The UFC booking. I go, guys, you got me some. Who are you going to get in? And I'm like, you guys got all right. Yeah, okay, guys. Well, you know what it is. Okay. No fairness to that. I got Jimmy Rivera here, didn't I? Yes, sir. Give me a high five. Nobody's they can hear it. Thanks, Jimmy. I was I, go ahead, Chris. Oh, well, I was just gonna say, in fairness, when guys don't have a fight lined up or whatever, the UFC tends not to tr like bother them to have them come in and do press. Well, but we're I'm, more than happy to. Is it Jimmy. a bother though, Jimmy? Never ever don't a people. Don't you want people? The people no. he likes the. He's not a shit talker like some of these other guys. No, he, no. He likes to have his uh. Is, is his name out there? No, I like you know. Listen, who are you gonna fuck of, up next, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Aljo Sterling. I, you know what? I don't take sides. I'm only you know, kidding. He's you like, know what? We we actually you know spoke briefly to Sean last week, and he was like, maybe we'll fight next year. I'm like, next year? I want to fight again this year. I'm like, what yeah. do you mean next year? So I'm hoping to find out and see what's gonna happen uh, this week. But man, I, I I like to fight. You know what? I kind of I'm glad in a way that you know sometimes you don't want to get a loss, but I I got that loss to Marlon, and I learned a lot from yeah. it. And it fucking made me hungry. I'm like, yeah, I want to fucking get back in there and fight again. And maybe the weight off your shoulders too a little bit. Like when you've never been like 
beaten like that. Not like that. that. Was, like you, know you never. It's like it takes all the. Okay, what I can have a night where and listen, this comes from a guy that got backfist twenty times. Uh, <laughs> you hey, listen. All right, that's the worst. I can get just they could embarrass me in there. Okay, big fucking deal, man. I'm in there. I had I had that attitude from day one. I, it helped that I became a human highlight. But uh, like, they use that shit in all the promos. It was the first backfist ever. Bullshit. Me running in there with my shorts. The guy dressed like a pimp. It was all the recipe of a disaster night. But anyway, what a horrible night. But anyway, um, it makes you humble. And it makes you like, if that's the worst that can happen, compared to the best that can happen, I'll take that gamble any day. Because yeah. the best, you know what that feels like, Jimmy. You yeah. put enough people away. Yeah, Jimmy's I fucking dangerous. You wouldn't know that by just... Ryan... Don't think you could take this guy, Ryan. I, I see him. Maybe you're right, a little taller. My brother weighing him up. This guy's a dangerous fucking pit bull, man. All right. Jimmy, thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. Oh, I, I'm so happy you came in. Awesome we're, we're both going to uh, hound uh, Jimmy Norton to come down here and train because, let's face it, he fucking needs it. He's going to get one heckler too many, and he's going to get fucked. Uh, Jamie English, anything to plug? No, I'm. Uh, Where I'm do you teach thing? martial arts? We're not having. This is not like competing schools or anything. You guys are far enough away, but you're over on by Benzos. Yeah, two twenty four West Thirtieth. And they say if they want to, like, they like train go. with you. What's that? What if they want to train with you? What do they do? They go in there and say Jamie English. Just go in there and say, uh, "Is Jamie English about?" Is that it? Know, that's it. Yeah. Wow. What's your Instagram? Johnny Concrete. What? Could you, do me a, could you do me a favor? What? Why don't you change it to Jamie English? Yes. It might what have to yes. happen, people. It might have to happen. Every time, <laughs> every time I do the podcast, when he's my he's my co-host when Jim, when my Jimmy is gone, I got to say, oh, Johnny Concrete, aka Jamie English. I wouldn't have to do it if it's Jamie English. Where'd you, All get, right, the, where'd you get the Johnny Concrete from? Where the is, fuck that? is that? Yeah, what is that? There's something behind it. What is it? I'll try and make it short. So <laughs> I I used to be in the Royal Marines in England. Okay. And um. I had a sergeant, and I'm I'm small, right? And then back in, then, that was the 20 years ago, I was even smaller. I was a skinny little kid. Yeah. And um, whenever we did field exercises or anything else, there was loads of the tough lads. But I just always was able to keep going, and, like, I never really got injured. People got sick. Some people fell off a mountain, like, got fucked up. Mm-hmm. I was always in there in the mix and just carrying on and quiet. And this guy, one day, this sergeant calls me, and he goes, hey, Crowder was my last name. He goes, hey, recruit Crowder, come here. And I run up, and there's like 10 of us left out of like 40, 50 people on the exercise. He goes, who the fuck do you think you are? Johnny Concrete? You're always in the front. Oh, and he, I like that. Oh, That's you know, way that better is. than Jamie English. <laughs> Just change your name. Holy fuck. <laughs> I could have been calling you Johnny Concrete all this time. <laughs> The joke. Ah, fuck it. I like J. Wait, wait, it's a joke. It didn't really happen. No, no, that's he, a true story. Yeah, but he just made don't a joke bullshit us here. No, he made a joke. Of a, it, but he, you know, just because I was always doing, you know, and it my stuck, hardest. though, and it stuck. Yeah, then everyone made fun of it and be like, because you know, Johnny Concrete. And meanwhile, I'm like this tiny little skinny kid. So, so see, I, I suddenly. And I already know he's a badass because he's got Muay Thai fights and stuff. But now I'm looking at him a little differently now. I was only fucking around with you earlier. You, know, you, don't, you don't hold any... Uh, he, was just joke, cool? he was just joking when he was tapping your oh, shoulder. Oh, he's still cool it. when I was trying to tickle you and, and, <laughs> and saying that you said that Connor didn't prepare? We were just fucking around? I know about your Kamara. I'm not falling for that. I got a badass. Hey, don't 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 get me wrong. I've been fucking around with Johnny Danner over my Ashi Garami game. Oh, shit. I saw <laughs> that. I have a good time. All right, everybody. This is a long show, Chris, the producer. It's we're having a good a one. Yeah, it was too Aren't much to talk a good time? about. Absolutely. Hey, brother-in-law Ryan, where's your State Farm office? Island Mills? Island Mills. Island Mills. I just came from there. Highland. Highland Mills? Well, not on an island, like Long Island. Highland Mills State Farm. And you're Ryan Crosby? You're married to my sister. Good for you. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening.
Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's not my business. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.